Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Aerobus. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, man. So, as we promised, it, we are now a little bit under a month away from the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Um, so, we're gonna finally, I guess you can say, put our put our put our nuts on the table and predict oh, God. this whole thing. <laughs> All right. We will be actually. Yes, we're officially doing our prediction for the FIFA World Cup. Um, not going to do any wagers. Uh, as I, I mean, we're, we're already doing a wager because obviously we're doing the the run your pool challenge. So make sure you oh, guys yeah. make sure you guys sign up for that so you guys get a chance to win a jersey of the 2022 FIFA World Cup winner. Um, but before we get going with this episode, man, so congratulations to the Houston Astros for. Beating the Yankees once again in the play in the postseason, and they're now going to going back to back to the World Series. Obviously, last year they they lost to the Atlanta Braves, um, a very good NL East team that came hot right into the postseason, similar to the Washington Nationals. And the Astros will now be facing the Philadelphia Phillies, another National League East team that's going into the postseason in really red hot form. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought I thought maybe like the Astros were probably going to get a bit, little bit more rest, stuff like that. Nope. What do you mean rest? Because because what you call it? Like, I guess uh, I was expecting the 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 Phillies not to sweep. Well, did they sweep? No, they beat the oh, Padres four one. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it, it, they didn't sweep, but they but the Astros and the Phillies both won the their series. The same day, yeah. Okay. See, so that's okay. I guess that, that works. <laughs> yeah. So the, I mean, both both going the same amount of res, all that stuff. So it's gonna be a really good series. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, but it's just it was just funny just seeing the the Yankees fans, you know, chanting "We want Houston." Well, you got Houston, and uh, mm-hmm. shout out to the guys that score. I mean, there's a lot of New York, uh, New York Yankees fans that work at Belly Up. So, um, I believe me. And um, and uh, and uh, F and sports are Houstonians, so obviously Edward as well. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah man. So the yeah, Astros back in the World Series, back to back. So six years now going to the American League Championship Series, back to back, and now back to back appearances in the World Series. Hopefully they can 
they can win this year. They look really good this year. Uh, Philadelphia is not going to be an easy one, but I said the same thing about the Yankees and the Astros swept them. So, you know, what the hell do I know? Um, well, I mean, the, these sweeps have not been easy. Same thing with the Mariners. Like, I mean, they've all been like close games. Except Bro, for, yeah. Except for game three. Game, game three, game three was, was not, was, was a freaking walk park, a, a walk in the park for the, for the Astros. Yeah, that first game, that's when it was like, oh, crap. And then Jordan just, just came Oh, you're talking about the day. Seattle against, the, against yeah. Seattle. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm saying like all the games have been close. Like even with Seattle, yeah. every single game was, was down. What Literally one swing of the bat was the, what decided the game. Yep. And then the Yankees, I mean, it, it was just really, it was close. All th- each four, each, all four games except for game three were close. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been easy sweeps, but they're sweeps nonetheless. But yeah, Philadelphia looks pretty good. Can't wait for that one. Um, so I think Drunk on Board is is the is a Philadelphia podcast. So go ahead and check out those guys. I'm sure they're saying really nice things about the Houston Astros. Um, so, <laughs> they're uh, oh so nice. <laughs> yeah, so I think at this point you you you're gonna have to move on from the Gene scandal. I think the fact that the Astros have made it. Consecutively to the American League Championship Series or better, I think is enough proof that I mean it sucks knowing that like the Astros kind of really didn't need to cheat to 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 win the World Series, but at least you now know that the Astros didn't necessarily need to cheat to win the World Series. This is the takeaway from all that. But uh, but yeah, no, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really exciting here in Houston. Um, yeah, it's gonna be all all good energies here. Just there's one team in Houston that's 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 doing the city proud. I mean, shout out to the Dash. I know they got eliminated in the first round, but I mean, you know, still made the city proud. But you know, as far as the Dynamo and and the Texans, and uh, I'm not really a Rockets fan, but the Rockets fan, the Rockets are in the rebuild. So I mean, I think I don't think anybody's like putting pressure on that team just yet. But the Texans, obviously, because we live in Texas, football's king. So and that <laughs> team is a, a dumpster fire right now. So. Damn. Well, I mean, they nope, they got Derek, nope. they, they got Derek Stingley and and Petrie, so there's there's players to look to be happy about. But then you have Davis Mills at quarterback, and and uh, I was like, wow, no punches held back there, sir. <laughs> the team is a dumpster fire. I mean, I'm glad the Texans fired Jack Easterby. Um, I don't know how the guy got the job at a uh, VP of football, or whatever the hell his title was, but the guy came in as a chaplain. Which if you got no one knows what a chaplain is, a chaplain is a preacher. Uh, he went from team team preacher to uh, in some sort of position in football operations. I don't know how you do that. That's that's a that's a move that that even I would wish I could I can accomplish. But but yeah, they fired him. A lot of people feel like there was like he's kind of like the reason behind the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Um, not going to talk about the Sean, uh, but <laughs> but. But yeah, so you know what, Jackie Spee's gone. Uh, apparently, you know, Cal McNair is actually trying to be more social with the fans. Um, so that's cool. But we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, anyway. But right now, it's all about the Strohs. Actually, honestly, this is a soccer podcast, so it's not really about the Strohs. It's, it's not about the Strohs. Yeah, we'll be talking about. So this episode will be mostly our prediction for the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar, which more and more is starting to seem like it's going to be the most unwatchable World Cup. In history, because apparently now there's countries that are going to boycott, uh, well, not boycott, but they will not be doing like those huge live watch parties that we've seen over the years. Um, specifically in France, I know for sure. I'm sure there's other countries that will follow suit because of just, once again, this is a very controversial World Cup 
mean that how Qatar ended up getting this World Cup bid, which if anybody doesn't know, um, bribery. Bribery is what happened. Um, so, and plus, apparently, it's, apparently. Illegal be gay. it's illegal to be gay. Apparently, it's illegal to be gay. So, that, this is a law I'm never going to be able to understand. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, I was like, it's so weird. Like, uh, uh, do you like said like uh, booby traps? Like, <laughs> like, ironic, ironically, boobies like actual boobies are right around, and if the guy doesn't stare, it's, it's <laughs> like you're gay, so you get taken away. It's like that, so, that dumb, that so, dumb. It's like that dumb question intended. you used to ask each other when when we were like in elementary. Like, if you had an earring. Which ear would you put it? If you if you can only have one earring, which is kind of funny, we're in a situation where we can only afford one. Which ear would you put it on? Or, or do you remember? Are you gay? No. Why? And then it's like <laughs> we, I never I never understood that. Like to this day, I was like, Oof, man, quite never. the follow up on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, because I'm not like, oh, you answered wrong. Like how? <laughs> it, like, hey. Elementary was a, a whole different piece. I I pray for your kids. Uh, which also fun fact, uh, average kids, another, another, another turn around the world. Um, oh, yeah. recently, so congratulations to them. That's you know. Thursday. Yep. So big day for them. Five years old. So technically, I have a 10 year old. Technically. Yeah. Combined. Technicality. Combined. Yeah, much. Uh, I don't know if you want to really go, you really want to go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> that means I have a 12 year old next year. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. And so and so on and so forth. <laughs> so combined, they're going to be going through puberty. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, we got quite the show for you guys. Like I said, it's going to be most of the World Cup prediction. We will be touching up on what's going on with Liga Mekis playoffs, which um, I'm just I'm just I'm just baffled with what happened this past weekend. We'll talk about that. Um, MLS Cup, man, we're going down to the now to the conference finals for both the Eastern and Western Conference. So we'll touch up on that as well. Give you guys our players of the week. Give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend. And of course, wrap this show up with a 3 of 3 down that we promised that we were going to do for last episode, which is true events slash people that a, that will, that should, I guess, I guess should. I, I, I think there was like a miscommunication between me and Spencer on it that should have a movie or TV series. So. Damn. What? No, lot? I was like, like, no, like, um, you, you, you like, uh, uh, I guess y'all put it like should, and it's like, uh, it's I mouthful. felt like it's I felt like Will was like, I felt Will did the did it just, but I guess I guess there was some sort of miscommunication between me and Spencer on that part, but should I guess should or will I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just like okay, <laughs> I'm just like ah, all right, whatever, whatever floats your boat, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Dang, I'm like, I, I just, think, it's just a mouthful to say, bro. Spencer, Spencer's a yeah, it is. It is quite the mouthful. I mean, it's easier to say it on text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but all right, but yeah. So we do have quite the show, man. So we'll we're gonna go ahead and take this break, and then we'll get going with our 2022 FIFA World Cup prediction. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast to go ahead and get yourself a 30-day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible. 
this monster break. Alright, man. So, before we get going with this, this 2022 FIFA World Cup preview prediction and preview, I guess you could say this is all, it's all being thrown into here, all jam-packed. It has been brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool, if you guys don't know, is a website that you can create challenges or enter in challenges. Um, and, and all, it's gonna, some can, can be involved with some prizes, some just bragging rights. But if you guys go ahead and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at InstagramMC, you'll see pinned on, on both of those, uh, those sites, you will see our, our link to our, our Run Your Pool World Cup challenge. Honestly, it is who is the best at predicting the World Cup. Right now, you can only predict the group stages, but as the World Cup progresses, we'll be moving on from each knockout round till the final. So the person with the highest score, not named me, Edward Spencer, will win a jersey of the winner of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So only, only way to get in is by entering because there's no, there's no other way to get in. And don't, don't expect me to give you a jersey if you didn't go in to try to win the competition. But yeah, so thank you to Run Your Pool to be the presenting sponsor of our 2022 FIFA World Cup prediction, I guess also slash preview. All right, man. So... Obviously, we gotta start start things off with Group A, unless we want to change things up and go to Group H. No, we'll just do Group A. <laughs> stick to stick to the script. All right. So in Group A, if you guys don't know, if you've been living under a rock, in Group A consists of Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and the Netherlands. Obviously, Qatar is the host of the of the world of this World Cup. We already said all the controversial things about this. Obviously, people people dying building these stadiums, also not being paid. Um, yeah. Friggin', they bribed their way to get this World Cup, and um, and then I, I don't know if it, if, if any there, there might be some people that don't care about this, but I care I care about it a little bit. It's it's, it's weird that it's illegal to be gay, um. So just, yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, we we see we see you know stuff like we see you know gay people. We see uh, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Uh, honestly, even here, like at the store and everything, it doesn't freak me out anymore. Like. I mean, I think just, about it. We I just were, don't know how you police that. Like, I, I just, I, I really. Well, the thing is, I guess with okay. So I don't know how it is in Qatar when it comes to like dress code for women. Like, if they're really that strict, like they have to wear oh, like, like all the is. all the stuff. Okay. So yeah, I get so what you're so I so I don't know for women. You know, like they have to shield all their face. They have to shield everything. So. I don't know, you know, a, a girl here, like what, New York City, I think you can actually walk around topless. I think, I can't remember, like they actually let that be cool. But I'm pretty sure I'm not going to look that up. I'm not going to look that up. I'm not asking you. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I think it's, I think it is like, you know, uh, or for example, you know, you got like, um, I'm pretty sure they're here too. Like you got topless beaches here or. Yeah, there's, 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 I think there's nudist colonies anywhere you go. So, 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 so that's what I'm saying. Like, but in Qatar, pretty sure everybody's like, nope, you can't have that, or else we're gonna, we're gonna throw you in jail. We're gonna, we we're basically gonna take everything away from you. Like, I think that's basically the threat. I'm not exactly sure how it goes. But what I'm saying is, it's just, they, that's the only way I guess you could say they police things. It's like if they get caught, they lose everything. Uh, as in and- like money and financial and stuff. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, they're basically, of evil villain from a movie. 
Period. And anyways, um, so going back, so obviously going back to Qatar, but more more specifically their team. So Qatar, I will say, has done a lot of smart decisions as far as one. You know, obviously they gotta give props to who they have right now, a coach. Can't tell you his name because I'm really drawing blanks right now and I'm fresh out of work. But um, obviously he he builds up his academy system. I believe he he was has some ties to Barcelona. Um, but you know, he's, you know, building up the academy system to improve Qatar over there. And he ends up also, you know, building, uh, he's been able to monitor a lot of the young players. He was actually a youth coach before becoming the manager of, of Qatar. So a lot of these guys, he knows he's very familiar with them. And the thing that I will also give him props for is that he actually, what, you know, obviously with Copa America and, and the Gold Cup, they actually invite other countries to participate. Usually just one or two countries that get invited to, to those tournaments. But Qatar participated in both those tournaments previously. And I mean, I gotta say props, props to Qatar because, you know, obviously they got familiar with another playing style besides the style in Asia. So can't, I mean, you know, obviously with the groups, most, most of the time, the, the, uh, the host nation does end up advancing to the next round because home field advantage is a thing. Yeah. But it's going to be very challenging, especially in this group. In this group. Um, you obviously you got Ecuador, maybe not, not a very heavily thought of country when it comes to South America. But I mean, they are a very solid team. I wouldn't say a dark horse, but they could definitely play spoiler in this group. That's all I'm going to say yep. for that. Um, Senegal, Senegal is, Coming off of a, this year winning the African Cup of Nations, you know, you, you know, they got some big names in there. You know, Sadio Mane, Edouard Mendy. I mean, maybe not the, right now, coming off of the best form right now at Chelsea. Um, Koulibaly, also kind yeah. of coming off the best form right now in Chelsea, but still a very <laughs> solid group of players in the Senegal. A lot of guys that could, could have probably played for other countries like France or England. But they chose mm-hmm. to play for Senegal, so there is a lot of talent here. Some men, people, some people may say guys that couldn't make it to those European teams, but then there's also a sense of pride if you're able to represent a team in, in Africa. But Senegal, if if you're talking about other countries in Africa, definitely one of the stronger African nations going into this World Cup. Yeah, and then uh, following up on that, like the like the people like from Africa when they come when it comes to football and they're playing for it, like you said. They have this immense pride, like to represent their country, like to to just show up even then. And then, if, then when they win, and if they win, like let's say by one goal, bro, it's like tear down the house, like they, that kind of attitude. Like they just they just want to, they just feel like they won the entire thing. Like they, that's how prideful they are to represent their country. Like they do not lose. Like period. Like they are very. How do I say? Like they got a lot of grit. They got mm-hmm. a lot of grit, and they keep they keep on going to the last. So when they cannot keep going anymore, and we see how emotional they can get as well when it comes to losing or even like they win, they cry. They 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 they, they, they they're human, you know. So it, it, it's a it's a heartfelt emotion to see those countries like when they play. Yep, and then the last country. Which is probably the strong favorite going into this group, and that is the Netherlands the Dutch national team. We know the names: Martinez de Ligt, Frankie de Jong, uh, Memphis Depay. Uh, I mean, 
so many. I mean, uh, that's just this is a handful from the ones that are playing in the top in the top clubs right now. Um, but yeah, they, these teams, this team, obviously they didn't they they weren't there for the 2018 World Cup, so they got a lot to prove going into this World Cup as well. Um, you know, they're not going to have Van Gaal as their manager, which I think is a very important thing to mention because uh, Ronald Coleman, Ronald Coleman's leading this team. Um, why you gotta laugh? Why you gotta laugh? Why you gotta laugh? Why you gotta laugh? <laughs> Look, I think Ronald Coleman could be a, can be a good manager at times, but I mean, when you, you know Van Gaal has been honestly a really sturdy option as the manager of of the Dutch national team. Some of the good years of the Dutch national team has been under under Van Gaal, but obviously due to his illness, he he will not be with them at 2022. Um, but I think that this is still a very strong, talented team. Um, yep. Ronald Coleman probably won't be that big of a concern until maybe further down in the tournament, but nonetheless, Netherlands are definitely the heavy favorites in this group. Yeah, that, that is true. I, I agree with you. All right, man. So prediction time. Prediction so, time. Edward, who's your who's your? Uh, I'll say start with your runner up. My runner up. Mm, I'm kind of torn between Ecuador and Senegal. But I, I want to say Senegal. Like I said, they got they got. I'm not saying that Ecuador doesn't have the grit. It's just I feel like um, the, the Senegal has a stronger squad, more world worldly known, as in like the Ecuadorian squad. Like they don't have like the individual players, individual stars. And you feel like you would hear the name of like Sadio Mane. Okay, and then okay, so I mean, I'm I'm doubling down on Senegal. I think Senegal will be. The runner-up, though, I will say that game between them and the Netherlands could be very important. Ooh, that, um, oh, that's so crazy. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Senegal could could definitely get the better uh, the better of the Netherlands, depending on how 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 the Netherlands are at that moment. But yeah, I'm I'm still going I'm still going with with uh with with Senegal here, and I will. I'll end up saying my 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 group winner is the Netherlands. Okay, yeah, okay, same. Uh, me and you are probably thinking the exact same thing. Like, yeah. uh, like I thing. said, this is where the talent is definitely going to be more important. Um, yeah, talent is going to be. I'm just going to say talent right now. The talent that the Netherlands has is is just is is kind of the effector right now. I think Senegal is the better coach team. Um, the talent, I would not be able to say that it's like up to par with what the Dutch has in the future. And then plus, like I said, the Dutch have something to prove here. They got to, you know, remind people that like, hey, we are a good team. I, you know, they didn't make it in 2018, but they're here now. Yeah. All right. Um, you're right. You're right. All right. So that is group A for, all right, group B. So group B, uh, me and Edward would definitely have a little bit more interest in. I mean, not saying that group A isn't. But this one has a little bit more stake for us. In Group B, you have England. Um, England, you know, obviously, were one game away from making it to the World Cup final in 2018. They were a penalty away from winning the Euro. Um, but you're seeing a sense of progression going on with England. And recently, it has not been looking good for England. They got, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't, depending on how you feel about Nations League, but they did get relegated into the lower division. Well, I guess the division below 
Division A in, in, in UEFA. Um, there's a lot of concerns going on with the team. I believe there's, there's some injuries. Uh, Harry Maguire apparently is still starting for them. Um, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm, okay. 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 So England, there's a lot of question marks. Obviously the pressure is going to be on, on Gareth Southgate. Can he, can he continue to, you know, be the leader of this team or, I mean, people have been questioning him every single time, but obviously he leads them to a very deep run in, in these tournaments and then all is forgiven. But yeah, if, if he, if he screws the pooch here, I don't, I don't see him staying, <laughs> staying as the, as the coach of England. Um, yeah, a lot of pressure, especially in this group. Is like I said, who the other the other team? There's there's two teams here that definitely uh, would would want to brag about beating England. Uh, well, I guess all all three would want to. I mean, who who wouldn't want to brag about beating England? But as far as like I guess political, <laughs> any political rivalries here, there's definitely two <laughs> uh, in here. But we're not going to talk about those two yet. Uh, but ever, what do you want to say about England? Um, I mean, honestly, right now. I think they have like this really strong youth uh, squad in in uh, going in. Now that they actually can mix it up with the senior squad, you know they they have now they have like that speed and and also expertise. Like the also like el el diente de the wisdom. Like like they actually know the the know it all plus the youth. So they actually have the speed, agility. Um, you got Harry Kane, you know, who's going to be up front, more than likely. Uh, not the Harry I was thinking of when they were thinking about calling up Harry. <laughs> but Harry Maguire, you know, I wasn't thinking of him when they were saying, oh, we're going to call up Harry. I'm like, all right. Shit, if anything, they have better luck with Harry Potter. But, you know, anyways. Um, <clears throat> damn, was that too mean? No, no. I mean, I, I, as long as I'm on this podcast, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but well, so I just think uh, I think England does have a pretty strong chance right now with the squad that they have, uh, the players that they're going to end up taking. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorites, uh, Young Buck, Phil Fodd. You know, like for sure, he's going to be a game changer for them. That's uh, a that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, going into the next country, Iran, which apparently there's some there's some possibility. There's apparently uh. I forgot what nation it is, but one of the, but but a country is actually requesting that Iran gets removed from the World Cup because apparently they are in support they support Russia. Um so so yeah. I, I mean politically oh, obviously. That's right, yeah. So so there there is some controversy there. Do I think it's gonna happen? I don't I don't think so. Um Iran, I believe, was one of the first teams to qualify for the World Cup uh, this year. Um, that's just got to be a testament to what Iran uh, Iran has been able to evolve as a as a national team in over in the Asian Confederation. But as far as that, I really don't know much about Iran. Um, but you know, obviously, these kind of similar to what Ecuador. This could be the team that could probably play spoiler for one of these countries. You're right, and and it's like it's kind of like you know how Real Madrid and Barcelona have like the they they can play against the big teams, but it's like sometimes the small teams are the gritty teams, like the ones that will fight for it all. You know, 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind. Of, it, I feel like that's that's who Iran's gonna be for for this for this group. Like you said, it's gonna be like the spoiler. It's gonna be the underdog. Nobody. That I, I'm pretty sure, and I'm including you and me that we're already kind of counting them. You know, to not make it to the next round. Yeah. All right, but I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip the next country only because like I, I want to save them for last. Um, the the next country is the team that actually had to play a had to play two knockout games, <laughs> not one. Two knockout games, uh, to get to this point, or no? I think they just had to play one knockout game because I think Ukraine and Scotland played, and then they played this team. So, but yeah, had to play a knockout game in order to qualify for this group um, to be in the World Cup. And it is actually their it's been it's their first appearance in a long time. A lot of these guys are making their first ever appearance in the World Cup. Um, that's important to mention, and that is the country Wales, um, the Wales national oh, yeah. team. Which they're kind of deal. They also are kind of dealing with a little bit of a controversy as well, being that their manager is Ryan Giggs, was Ryan Giggs. Um, so, so that there's a there's that going on for them. But you know, you gotta look at this team. You're talking about Aaron Ramsey, um, who I think since I think now he's playing over at. I think maybe I don't think he's still at Rangers, but he could be either that or he's in France. Um, but you know. Ever since he's le- he left Juventus, he's been finding places to play regular soccer, at least. Um, yeah. And, of course, the other name, big name, one of everyone should, whenever you think of Wales, you should probably be thinking about this person. And yeah. that is the guy that's currently playing for LAFC, Mr. Gareth Bale. Um, this is possibly his only World Cup appearance that he's ever going to have because, I mean, he's, he's dirty. So he's in, he's in his 30s now. So this could honestly be his only World Cup appearance. So I mean, yep. there there is a lot to prove for this uh, Wales team. <laughs> They're in a group with England. I'm, I'm sure any of these teams that are from the United the United Kingdom um, would love to try to, in some way, beat I guess Big Brother England, if you will. Um, so, yeah, Wales. Um, I mean, the the game that we saw him play. I mean, their goalkeeper Hennessy took a beating because uh, you know no one was giving him any defensive support, but he still saw, played a solid game as a goalkeeper. But yeah, Wales definitely, I will say, is even with some of these teams right now in this group. Yep, you're right. And the um, last, oh no, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Doug. I was going to say, I was like, uh, I mean, Gareth Bale more than likely, Gareth Bale is going to be the the team captain, and I feel like he can lead Wales, you know, past. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a hard group, but I feel like he can actually lead them past the group. We'll see. Um, I'm sure he's also thinking about maybe playing a run of golf at some point. Um, right. And and obviously the team that me and I were both from and love, uh, USA. 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 So, USA. You guys know how I feel about Greg Berhalter. Um, <laughs> if there's anything for me to complain about, it's Greg Berhalter. Obviously, not the hottest way to go into the World Cup in in their last friendlies. Um, but you gotta say that this the talent that this team has is, is definitely worth a note. Miles um, Robinson being injured is gonna be a big a big dent to the U.S. men's national team. Um, but you know, you still got. Players that could step up, maybe not on the defensive side, but definitely on the attack. When you're thinking of names like Brendan Aronson, Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, um, who who knows who's going to be playing as striker? Uh, <laughs> at this point, it could be anybody. Um, yeah, right. 
you know, you got your midfield MMA with Eunice Musa, Tyler Adams, and and uh, and McK- and Weston McKinney. Uh, you still got Sergino Des, and hopefully Jedi will be at 100 percent by the time this World Cup kicks off because he's going to be very important in that in that back line. Um, but yeah, this is a very very young U.S. men's national team. Um, you're going to have some experience there because you're going to have DeAndre Yedlin. Weirdly enough, I think he's the only player from the team in 2014. So, yep. so that's a that's a so that's the only World Cup experience I'll be going into this World Cup. Um, but I think you got to say, even with, but despite what Greg Berhalter is going to try to do to ruin this team, um, oh my god, <laughs> you, still, you still have a solid goalkeeper in Matt Turner, and I think that he he can do enough to help this team at least stay competitive in a lot of these games. I would love to see Matt Turner have his his Tim Howard-esque game, kind of what Tim Howard did with Belgium. It would be definitely great to see him be able to accomplish a, a game with that many saves because um, I think he could do it. But yeah, the thing that's going to be telling is how can this can this team stay structured in issue when when they're dealing with adversity, when they're down, can they can they get in back into the groove of things and play their play and, and win games? I think it's possible. You know, there is something that they got a chip on their shoulder, similar to with the Netherlands. They didn't, they weren't here, for, they weren't at the World Cup in 2018. Um, a lot of these guys that kind of was that, that kind of, that fire that they needed, you know, they needed that embarrassment and hopefully they can, you know, some people are talking about it. that. Yeah. Hopefully they bring it because, you know, a lot of people are talking about, Oh no, we're thinking about 2026 World Cup. Well, it's 2022 and we want to focus on the 2022 World Cup. Um, so that's, that's my focus. Um, whether or not Greg Berhalter will be there at 2026. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's my thoughts on the USA. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like good thoughts there, sir. Okay. Anything to add on that or? No, you pretty much said it all. All right. All right. So prediction time. Who do you got winning this group? This is okay. So this to me is the group that's going to be hard to get through. Um, this is your group of death. Mm, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> it's just, mm, I just, it's uh, okay. So honestly, so should we do runner up or should I do? I, well, I say what was your winner, but I guess do your runner up. Okay, the runner up, USA. Okay. As much as I, I, I enjoy USA's number one, I, I'm going to say USA number two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And then number well, one. I mean, okay. it sounds like I, I'm, I'm guessing you and me are thinking the same way, so I'm, I'm assuming England and USA. England and USA? Okay, yeah. England. I'm assuming. England. I'm not. I'm not saying I. I'm, I'm saying I know this, but I'm just. I'm just guessing since if you got USA runner up, I'm, I'm not assuming you're going to have Wales win the group. Yeah. No, it's uh, England. Okay. So yeah, me and I were both have England USA. Guys, we I literally do not know who Edward's picking. <laughs> I just just want to He doesn't he doesn't know. So he if I pick something he'll he'll be surprised. Like his surprise is genuine. He doesn't not know what I'm picking. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cuz I as of right now me and Edward both have the same picks, but I'm like I said, I don't know what Edward's thinking. So <laughs> I'm literally going I'm going I'm 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 in it with y'all. I really have no idea what Edward's picking. <laughs> so, but that's group B. Uh, All right, group C. We have Argentina. Um, you know, we're gonna have to say we're gonna got to mention the elephant in the room, and that is this is Messi's last World Cup. 
This is his yeah. final World Cup. This is his last dance, if you will. Um, obviously, I think the thing that's so much different about this Argentina team is that they finally have a team. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Emmy Martinez, obviously, I, I don't know how many times I speak highly of Emmy Martinez. Wait, or is he injured? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's injured, but yeah, you do speak highly of him a lot. Yeah. So I like Emmy Martinez. He's definitely going to be very important for them. But I mean, when you when you look at some of the guys that are around Messi, DePaul, Latano Martinez, um, Angel Di Maria. Hopefully, he stays healthy. This is probably yeah. his last World Cup as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, you you just you know, I'm sure DiBala will be in that roster. Um, this team. You know, they won Copa America for a reason. They had a lot of talent around them. Um, I think it's going to be very... If there was a time for Messi to really have a shot at winning the World Cup, besides what happened in 2014, he has a team now, and it's not it, it's not dependent on Messi. That's the, yeah. thing, that's the thing that's like the best thing about for Messi right now, is that this team does not depend on him to be the playmaker. Because I'm like I said, DePaul can, do it, can, can make things happen. DeBala can make things happen. Di Maria can make well. We always knew Di Maria can make make things happen. It's just people don't people don't people were too busy looking at Messi. Um, yep. Latara Martinez. He's not Gonzalo Higuain. I can tell you that much. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, this team is definitely a little bit different over the times that over the other teams that Messi has had, and that's even including that 2014 team. This team is definitely a lot better. I think there's no there's not a lot of pressure for Messi. All he has to do is just be the captain that he is, and and I. Yeah, you know, definitely. I can honestly say it's probably the heavy favorite to win this group. Yeah, uh, I think you're right on that. I, I agree with you on that. And like, like you said, I mean, the the 2014 World Cup, that team was heavy, heavy, heavy on basically using Messi as like a crutch. Mm-hmm. And this, like you said, this team they have their own individual players. They can make it happen. Whether they want to make the play for Messi or whether they want to involve Messi in the play, different story. Like they, they all have their own strength. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with you with this team. So it's going to be interesting to watch a whole different. Uh, I think it's going to be a whole different ball game for for them. Before it was like give the ball to Messi and see what he wants to do. Uh-huh. Now it's like okay, like now if you want to give the ball to Messi, like hey, it's a team, it's a team game. I'll just put the, the weight all on Messi. But for sure, he's going to be the team captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, he, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's going to have help this time around. All right. Moving on to the next team is Saudi Arabia. This team, I, I honestly feel like I've seen them every single World Cup now. <laughs> in, yeah, right. In, in my life, this team makes it. So, I mean, consistency. That's, that's an important feature. But also the other consistency part is that they don't make it past the the group the group round. Um, yeah, right. Uh, but I mean, you know, still it's it's a big any for a team to make it to the World Cup. It's it's huge. Like I said, like I told Edward, like, like I've said it on this podcast. If, if El Salvador finds their way in the World Cup in 2026, I'm gonna cry. Um, so like it's gonna happen. Like I, it's it's, it's, it's I, like I, I wouldn't doubt it either. It's like the key moments of my life that I'll probably cry for is uh. Is you know my kids being born? Um, my I don't kids think mo- you'll cry for that. <laughs> my kids moving out uh, for good reasons, <laughs> and, and El Salvador making the World Cup. Those are uh, you know <laughs> the three things that probably make me cry. <laughs> so, Shoot. we'll be lucky 
to have to have that. Like, uh, all right. if anything, I'll record it. You guys, I'll record. I'll record the moment the my moment. kid's not an idiot. <laughs> the moment I realize yeah, my kid's not that big of an idiot. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was like, Salvador makes it to the World Cup. Oh, yeah, I'll record that too. But yeah, so, so yeah, but uh, Saudi Arabia is still a big moment for them. They're definitely in not the most ideal group to be in, <laughs> but um, I'm sure that they're just going to appreciate being in the World Cup yet again. So that's yeah. the only thing I got to say. I don't know. What, what do you got anything, got anything to say for about Saudi Arabia? No, not really. Oh, great jerseys. I will, that's why, that's, that's the one thing I'll mention. Great jerseys from Saudi Arabia. That's all good. I mean, they like their jerseys. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I don't really have too much to say about them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll move on to uh, you know, the big rivals. In, if you're a USA fan, um, Mexico, uh, Mexico is going into this World Cup with so many question marks. Like it, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, obviously, is Tata Martino the guy? Um. Who's their Who's your number nine? I mean, it's probably yeah. gonna be Raúl Jiménez, just unless he's injured, uh, which that's also something that happens with Raúl Jiménez now as of lately. Uh, you know, Chicharito doesn't want anything to do with Mexico. Uh, it, it, it's so much going on. Um, this could possibly be Memo Ochoa's last World Cup. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy thing that's going on with Mexico. There's so much uncertainty. Like it's kind of crazy. Where there's more certainty with the USA than it is with Mexico, um, which is usually the other way around going into World Cups. Um, yep. but, but you know, if there's one thing you need to know about Mexico is that the fans will be will be making an appearance there. You're going to see the Mexican fans. Like if there's one thing you should always know about Mexico, they will travel. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Um, <laughs> so they get money. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they're, they're they're all doing well financially. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, Mexico. Uh, this is probably not going to like the fact, and it, like that's the thing though for me. There's so many question marks about this Mexico team that I just don't know if they really could make something happen here. And the worst part is that they have to, they're going to be in a group against Argentina, a team that has just, well, I don't know about historically, but, history, but since I've watched them, they have never won. <laughs> well, no, no, they have history. Like they have, they have history together. I still remember the, the goal. Uh, Masi Rodriguez scored mm-hmm. against Osvaldo Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Man, it's still it's still pretty much of a highlight, honestly. Yeah. So, oh yeah, Mexico, a lot of question marks, but uh, you you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna provide some moments though. Yep. Uh, anything that about Mexico? Uh, no. I mean, just like you said, there's an uncertainty. I honestly don't even know who they're gonna. And having, I'm over here thinking like maybe you know Chicharito. I like Tata Martino, but I'm not a Mexico fan, so I can't say. Oh, you like him because of Barcelona? <laughs> yeah, I liked him when he was a Barca. You know, he, he he was good, but I mean now I I don't know. I can't can't really speak anything really because it's like you don't have the players. Okay, I'm not trying to downplay Mexico, but you don't have the players. Of like the European status caliber, like honestly, it, we we gotta be honest. Uh, with it. I mean, do have, they do. do they have, just won't leave Mexico. This is the, and then like the thing is like you have Chucky. Chucky's a, a good player. He's speedy. That's something that you need. Um, 
who else can I use? El, uh, Diego Lainez? Like, he, no, I don't know if you can really use him as an example no, here. I mean, I don't, but I'm just saying. But all in all, it's just... Um, what, you think it's this Acha Acha going? Probably. Might be his last World Cup. Yeah, that might be his last World Cup. But... I, I, which, like I said, which, thank God, by the way, I made I made a stupid jersey bet with myself again. Um, what did you I was, do? I was like, oh, you know, if, if somehow I think the Diamond were down really bad, and I was like, if, if Hector Herrera can come back and win this game, I'll, I'll buy his jersey, his Mexico jersey. And thank God that didn't, <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God. I was like, oof, man, I was not gonna buy, about to buy no Mexican jersey. I was hoping to see if they were still had some Hector Herrera like old jerseys, the the, yeah. the pink the pink one. Because I really like that one, and then it was like no, and I was like, damn, if I if I lose this, but I have to buy like the new one. And I really don't want to buy the new one. Well, well, okay. How about this? You know, next thing you know, it's like find yourself a girlfriend that you know she's worth buying. I refuse for. to ever make sure, wear a make sure, make sure. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Get yourself a girlfriend who you know her last name is Herrera. Make sure that she deserves a jersey, and you can give her the jersey. <laughs> so therefore, so like, you're saying like my significant other, my significant other is gonna wear an XL jersey. You, you know, you can be like as as you can think of me. Like you can use it to sleep. You know, like like you got You got to be smart about it. <laughs> King, look, I just I dodged a bullet here. Like, I just dodged a bullet. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you somehow end up in a bet, let's say you you're you're an Astros fan and you ended up betting, I don't know that the Astros were gonna bet like ten nothing against the Yankees and if you said that they were going to win 10 nothing against the Yankees uh, if they didn't win 10 nothing against the Yankees you get a Yankees jersey you just you know what give it to your significant other and be like hey you know what I, I got this but you know what I know you're a Yankees fan basically if you got a Yankees girl girls for some reason like Yankees gear it's like what? A, I don't know tell you that oh I'm just saying okay how many girls do you have you seen and I'm being honest like here have you seen that they have the New York Yankees logo? They don't know what the logo means. They just know it's a, it's a weird, cool-looking hat, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, like I want no, it. Cause the it's, only it's ones cool. I've ever seen wear Yankees here are girls that are actually Yankees fans. No, fuck. Like, you, need, you need to go see them. Uh, I don't know, some, some random girls. Though. I'm telling you. Like they, but anyways, like what I'm saying is get yourself a girl that has the last name Herrera, and then you can get yourself that Herrera jersey, and you won't feel too bad about it. Well, All right. I, or I just don't buy the Hector Herrera jersey. Or I'm, I just, or I'm just, just learned to stop you, making jersey I'm bets. Just, I'm just saying, if you would have lost a jersey bet. <laughs> or I can just stop stop trying. To, no, that's an addiction. I'm never going to stop. It's a rush. Uh, but how about you? How about you bet yourself that jersey to see if you can stop that addiction? That's literally <laughs> con- literally <laughs> contradicting. You're like, you're like, you're like oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> I literally have a jersey bet going on right now for the Tottenham team. For Tottenham. But anyways. All right. Going back to this. Jesus Christ. But yeah. So that's, Me- so that's Mexico. Um, and then Poland. So obviously, we're, we're talking about the possibility of being, this is Robert Lewandowski's Last only World Cup. World Cup? Has, has Poland been in the World Cup? I don't believe so. Uh, I don't know. Now when he was around. Well, Poland's in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, obviously you got Robert Lewandowski leading this team and that's only, that's the only Polish player I know. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, uh, he's I, mean, I think is, there is was that one, one. I think he might be, which he one? might be retired. Uh, 
I think it was like Luca Pista. I, I I think he's retired already. The only player I knew at that time at the time for Poland was uh was a uh, was Chesney, but I mainly oh, yeah. I mainly make fun of him. Um, so yeah, so maybe Chesney, maybe Chesney's still playing. Yeah. I don't I don't know what well, he's doing. Uh, Chesney, where where is Chesney the goalkeeper? I literally just said Chesney the goalkeeper. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I can't say his name, damn it. Chesney, yeah, Chesney. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. We good? We good? Um, yeah, we good. We good. <laughs> All right. All right. Prediction time. Who's your runner up? All right. So my runner up here. Uh, it's it's really hard to decide. Honestly, I'm torn. Okay, so I'm torn between Mexico and Poland because Mexico, it's like they're greedy. They can make it. I've seen them making out, even on the on the toughest of circumstances. But then you got Poland, who has Robert Lewandowski, and he's been he's been on fire. And the thing is, we we don't even know what they have besides Robert Lewandowski. So it's like they could be like that dark horse team, like they could be literally like, oh yeah, they have Robert Lewandowski, but they also have like a badass midfield, a badass defense, or maybe they just have like an okay defense, but a really good midfield who can actually supply the passing to Lewandowski. Like we, we don't know what they got. Like that's the thing. Um, but I think I, I would put it all on Lewandowski's hands and I guess Poland would be my second place. And first place would be Argentina. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I'd be a fool if I didn't go with Argentina for to, for them to take the, the the group. And just like Edward, I also have Argentina and Poland. So, so we're we're still we're we're three and oh, three oh. We're three oh. Yeah, still still the same. Yep, still the same. <laughs> All right, oh, you sound so defeated. <laughs> it's just it's just funny. Like I literally don't know who the hell you're picking. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Group D. Group D features the winners of the twenty eighteen FIFA World Cup, France. Everybody knows anything is that usually the team that win won the World Cup previously, um, they don't make it past the group stage. Um yep. so what's different in my opinion is that well 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 Things have changed now because Conte will not be playing for France this year because he's injured. Um, you do have Benzema. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on fire. You still have. You still have. Um, uh, Leon Bobby. Um, Griezmann still pl- Griezmann playing now. Finally, uh, you know he got his deal. Screwed it back. Not really. They got. I think Atletico got like cheap. Got a cheaper deal for him. Um, so Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I mean, Atletico got a steal. <laughs> uh, um, you still got. You know, I, I, I would assume Dembele has earned a spot in the World Cup. I don't. I really can't tell you. Um, Rafa Varane is out for. Is going to be out for the World Cup. He 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 got an injury. Oh, bro, that was so sad. Like he went for the slide tackle. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like not even a slight tackle. He went for a reach, and the way that he reached for the ball and stepped on his own leg, like he he just misstepped. Basically, that's all it was. And man, like the way that his reaction was, he just 
he just knew it that he's gonna be out for the World Cup. So they haven't. Have they actually released the news that he's actually out for the World Cup? Yeah, they said he was out for the World Cup. Damn, bro! And he was he was part of the France squad, right? He only played like maybe one or two games, right? No, he was he was the starting center back. Oh, he was. Who am I thinking of? Oh, fuck no. It but, was him and um Titty. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who I don't think. Oh man. Right, anyways, but now it was like it was really sad, like to see him, like just he just basically put his face in his shirt and just you could tell he was just crying. I was like, um, dude, that hurt. That hurt, that hurt me because I felt that. But like, obviously, with France, the, the, the thing is, though, most of the time when when teams that won the World Cup, they usually do dumb dumb move and play with the same team. Um, like, oh yeah, let's call these guys up again. Um, not realizing that age age waits for no man. Um, yep. so, um, but what this team is is that it is younger. Um, and when you're looking at some of these names, you know, Tuchemi. Tuchemeni, I mean, uh, Kamavinga, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> Ramadou got another French player at some point. Um, Dembele, that's going to be a big addition for, for France. Uh, yeah, a healthy Dembele, and he's, he's been, he's been on fire too. Wesley Fofana, uh, I'm sure we're going to now see the Hernandez brothers. Yeah. Theo, Theo and, uh, and, uh, and, and Lucas. Lucas. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't heard much from Ben Pavar, so that's unfortunate. Um, but you know, like I said, there's gonna there's a lot of exciting young players. Oh, and Kunku from from Rabbi Leipzig, he's French. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a lot of, of young players that are are coming out of the ranks as well for France that could bolster this team to be kind of honestly a little bit better <laughs> than this French team. But France will be looking to reload and and come in. And prove that they they were they could possibly make another run at the World Cup. Yep, they do have the spot for it. So, shit, get ready. Um, and then the next team, um, you know, shout out to Stuart Kavanaugh of uh of After Extra Time over there with him and Paul and Banks. Um, he is Aussie, and uh, I'm sure it was quite the emotional day when you know Australia beat Peru to make it to the World Cup. And um and here they are in a group that honestly I don't say I wouldn't say is is easy, but I mean compared to other countries, might be the more favorable uh situation. But yeah, <laughs> Australia, I mean, you know, it's like it's not the World Cup if Australia isn't in this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here they are, they're in the World Cup. Um that's all I really gotta say. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Stuart. I wish I can. I wish I could go more in depth with Australia, but um, aside from the fact that they beat our uh, Peru in, in penalties, that's all I got. <laughs> so, but hey, it's Australia, beautiful country. Um, funny that it was founded as a prison. A pr- it was actually supposed to be a prison country for for the prisoners of England, and it seems that maybe maybe they got the better end of the deal. <laughs> so, <The> fuck. <laughs> we mean. It's like, what do you mean it was designed for prisoners of England? Yeah, that's what, I, like, not designed, but like, someone's like, oh, let's put all our guy, our prisoners that are in our jails to us, let's send them to Australia, so that's where they're gonna go. 
Oh, wow. It's kind of similar with Georgia. Georgia was actually a prison state. Like, England, England kind of did the same thing with, with Georgia. They're like, yeah, we're going to put all these these uh, convicts in here. Wow. Let, let them figure it out. Well, I got to brush up on history. Yeah, fun fact, fun fact. But yeah, so, Australia. Not, cool. not, a, not a fun fact, Hector. Not a fun fact. <laughs> you literally, like, the, the, their, their own country was like, hey, let's take these people over to this island that had, well, I mean, it's also an island that's also going to try to kill you. But you got a nice, you got a nice beach. You get sun, something that English people have no idea what that is. <laughs> so, yeah, but you're like, I like the fun fact, fun fact, yeah, fun fact. It's like, it's a fun fact. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're, you're not gonna see it. it. You're not gonna see it on the cap of a snapple. But I mean, like, it's a fun fact. You know, Australia was founded as a prison country. So. <laughs> I'm dying over here. This is like fun fact. This thing was a prison. <laughs> and it was all like comics, just like Georgia. <laughs> Georgia was also a prison state. <laughs> so, anyways. Oh my God. Anyways. <laughs> all right, moving, moving on to, to Denmark. To Denmark we go. Obviously, um, I believe Christian Eriksen will be making an appearance here. Um, I'd be, uh, I'm assuming so. I'm sure. It just, oh man. Well, yeah, Denmark, you know. Pretty sturdy team, very I think very consistent. I, I would I would say as recently now these years, um, no longer the jokes of um, I think what was that name of that striker, the meme, the the striker of the meme, the striker of the meme. There was a striker that used to play for Arsenal, um, that became a meme. Oh, uh, sir, sir, what was his name? Ah, <laughs> I know who you're talking about, sir. They were like, they would always say he's like knighted or something. Like he's part of the royal. I don't know what he was, but he was like, sir. What was his name, man? I know who you're talking about, though. Jeez, oh, man. Bentner. Nicholas Bentner. There you go. Lord Bentner. That's what it Lord was. Lord Bentner. Yeah, there it was not Sir Lord. Lord Bedner. All right, yeah, so moving away from the years of Lord Bedner to now with Christian Eriksen and and, and Pride Wave. Wave, yeah. Great, greatest striker of all time for for Barcelona. Shush. <laughs> You're full of fun facts today, aren't you? <laughs> fun fact, Martin Pride played for Barcelona. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so you know Denmark, like I said, solid team. Last time they appeared in a in a huge tournament, which was the Euro, was a, was unfortunately when uh, Christian Eriksen did have his his incident, and um, so, but there is a lot of like I said, there's a lot of solid players that are in this in this Danish team. Um, they've actually looked good in in the uh, in the UEFA Nations League as well. So definitely would hope they ca- they can continue on their form and maybe make it past the group. Um, in this tournament, uh, and the last and the last team in this group is Tunisia, uh, another Af- African nation, I believe. Um, it is an African nation. I don't know why I said that, uh, but yeah, I really don't have much on Tunisia, but I know that 
they're definitely one that we normally see come out out of Africa to to be part of the World Cup. Uh, in and out sometimes, but definitely one we see every once in a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say much because I really don't know much yeah. about that. All right, so our prediction time. Who is your your runner-up and your winner? All right, let me see you. <laughs> I think we're going to match up again. So my runner-up is Denmark. And my winner is France. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all my Australian people listening to us or, you know, every, anybody. Like, just, I, I just can't. I, I just, Australia. I mean, I me, can't okay. say anything. I didn't pick Australia either. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like Australia is that dark horse that, if if somehow they managed to win against France and Denmark in the same like like that, then it's like oh snap, you know like what in the world is going on? Like you know you damn well know somebody's gonna send scouts talking about like hey we gotta get these players playing over there. Yeah, but but for now for now runner up Denmark, winner France. All right, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Group B, we have Spain. Um, yeah, they, they're they a different team from the last time that in 2010 when they won the World Cup that year. Also was sandwich, sandwiched in between some some Euro championships as well. Um, yeah. They, they're basically, they're, they're just a much younger team now. But in came in this I don't want to say golden generation, but let's let's be honest. It is another golden generation of Spanish players um, yep. that have Rosen. Um, obviously, Pedri kind of was that that little taste, if you will, of what is to come from from future Spanish players. And you guys say they're being led by arguably one of the best Spanish managers um, in Luis Enrique. That is a big oh, factor. Man. I think that's yeah. a very important thing to mention. Um, and a player, when he was a player, dude, he was actually really good. So. Well, we're talking about the coach. Uh, but yeah, this team is very solid. You know, obviously, it's going to be a lot of guys with Barcelona, around Madrid ties. Um, but, you know, there is a lot of Spanish connection ties everywhere. Um, Morata, definitely one that you're going to be seeing up top. And with the guys that they have, with Ferran Torres, Marco Asensio, uh, feeding him from the wing, it's going to be pretty easy for a guy like Alvaro Morata, who Weirdly enough, does show up pretty well for the Spanish national team. Uh, so, yeah. it, it, this is definitely a very strong team with a really good coach to to lead them. Um, I think if you have any real question marks on this team, it might be might be mm-hmm. the back line, but that's not really like a huge like issue. I think that um, I think the only reason why is because it's going to be a very, it's going to be a Youngish, because I'm sure they're moving on from PK. Um, and weirdly enough, in my opinion, I'm sure he's going to get a, a, a call up for, for for Spain. A little bit of an underrated captain. I honestly say, ever since this guy's gotten the captain's armband, he's actually pretty good. He's actually a pretty good captain. I have never thought I would say today that Sergio Busquets is a pretty good captain. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you would have told me when Messi left, who would be the captain of Barcelona, I would have never said Sergio Busquets. But apparently Damn. the guy's guy's a leader. <laughs> Yeah, the same guy that flopped and then had his and then like peeped his eye to see if anybody got a, a card. That guy. <laughs> yep, yep. But yeah, so Spain looking very strong. Um, and the only I, I think I guess the only gripe that you give for Spain is that there is some inexperience to it. But like I said, with the right leadership and the right coach, I think this team could definitely make a, a really good run. And then uh, what was I going to say? I was like they. I was looking up at the uh, <clears throat> like possible roster. Um, so literally, like you said, Morata would probably be the striker, but they would basically. Uh, I think they said that the projected twenty-six man team would also consist of Ansu Fati, Ferran Torres, and Marco Asensio in the front. That's that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, it's pretty badass. Yep. So, so Spain, definitely a team to watch in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, next team is Costa Rica. I'm gonna say this: their their rebrand is almost as bad as this team is. This team looks. Um, I don't like the 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 new logo for Costa Rica. If anyone can take that. This team's very old, is, is what I'm taking. And they literally brought the same team that made the run in 2014. Um, they got Keller Nava, so that's, that's, that's always going to be good for them. But yeah, this team is just, it's, it's really old. Um, yeah, that's all I got for Costa Rica. Um, hey, it's great to, they're great to be, it's great to, to see them here. Yeah. Representing the Concaca. Yeah, so so some Central America pride, if you will. But yeah, that's all I got. I, I don't really have anything nice to say about Costa Rica. This team is pretty old. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a big moment for some of these younger players, like uh, Adia Lasseter that plays over at Inter Miami. For him to get a chance to represent Costa Rica is gonna be huge for him. But yeah, is this team is is not gonna go far? Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> I, I agree with you. I mean, all I can really say is like, Kelo Navas. Okay. All right. So the next country kind of says some things about Spain, and you can kind of just copy and paste that with this country, and that's Germany. Um, obviously, one of the most consistent teams, really solid teams. Just everything you can just say about Germany is just efficient and solid and tall. <laughs> That's definitely one word you can use, especially with that back line. Um, that back line is going to be really good. You're talking about Tony Rudiker, um, definitely being a crucial part in that in that back line. Uh, goalkeeper, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Manuel Neuer. Though it wouldn't shock me if Ter Stegen, because Ter Stegen's having an amazing season, uh, could also be argued to be the starting goalkeeper. Um, that midfield looking really good. That attack looks pretty good. And once again, yes, you're moving on from some of these older players from the previous teams, but some of the young players are coming out for Germany is pretty exciting to see. You know, obviously, Timo Werner, a very favorite of Edwards, who actually does play really good for Germany. Uh, Kai Havertz is one to look at, see, kind of replaces Mueller, if you will, in in his position. Um, Yeah. 
yeah, this this team is going to be really nasty. Uh, Mosiela, Narbi, uh, most of them all play already in, Bo- in Bayern Munich, so they already got the chemistry going. For them. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. They, they they basically know where they're going to be at before they're even going to be there. And I mean, if you want even more of a Bayern Munich touch, they got Hansi Flick leading the leading this German national team, who once coached all these guys in Bayern, in Bayern Munich. So. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, this is a really strong, uh, definitely a strong team. I, I it, it's going to be really hard not to pick this team to win the World Cup because of all the things I've just said. You know, they have they're already they're already strong in the foundation part, but I, and, and and the young players. I mean, yeah, they're young and inexperienced, but there's something about Germany that like that's not really that big of an issue because these guys buy into what Germany is trying to do. Um, yep. but yeah, Germany. Is a it's like in, in in these like Disney sports movies. Germany is just that scary team that wears black. Weirdly enough, they do have an all black jersey. Um, but <laughs> is that scary team that just wears all black? That's like really gonna kill you that first that first time they play you, and then in when they're in the championship game against them, they you know the the under, the little uh, underdog ends up finally winning it. Might not Basically happen. Talking about like the little giants movie. Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> no, because little giants was cowboys. Uh, no, like, it, it, well, I mean, like I said, Disney sports movies. I don't think the Giants is a little Giants is not a Disney movie. Well, I think it is. Great movie, by the way. That's a great. That's a great uh, throwback there. Uh, oh, yeah. may, may, maybe like the Mighty Ducks. Like all their opponents wore black. <laughs> their their big rival was wearing black all the time. Um, but yeah. So yeah. So Germany. Um, anything to add on about Germany? Nope. Just powerhouse all around. All right, and the last team in this group is Japan. Japan, there's a lot of players to be excited about. Obviously, Kubo is one to look forward to. Um, but yeah, overall, man, this, this, Japan's always going to be in the World Cup. I think they're a very solid team that comes out of the, the Asian Confederation. Their fans are really cool. Um, you're going to see them clean the stadium after every game. So that's that's always going to be nice to see. Uh, and then even the the Japanese national team, they're going to in their locker rooms, very, very nicely. So, ja- Japan is just a really cool team. They're gonna have like probably the coolest jerseys because there's a lot of anime inspired jerseys that Adidas has done lately for, for Japan. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're definitely a, a fan of anime and you like soccer jerseys, you might want to go ahead and cop a, a a Japan jersey. Um, but yeah, I think I don't really have much else to say about Japan, but could. Could be a spoiler. I think this is this, there's the Japan could definitely be a spoiler in this group. You're right. They they could be. They're yeah. They're the ones to look at right now. All right, man. Ruby, who's your who's your runner up and winner? Runner up and winner. Okay, Germany is my believe it or not. Germany is my runner up, and my winner would be Spain. All right. First first different one. First different one, but not really. Um, <laughs> it's different, but not really. Uh, so I have Germany winning this group, and I have Spain being the runner-up for this group. So okay, they, they both come out. So, the only so, difference is one first and second. Different, but not really. Um, yeah. All right. So Belgium. All right. Okay. All right. Group F. <laughs> it, ha- it has Belgium. All right. Belgium. I think you can honestly say that they are past their golden generation. Uh, Kevin yeah. De Bruyne is up there in age now. Um. Lukaku's up there in age. Uh, Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard should not be starting this game. Um, any of these games. 
Uh, Oregon has our probably get some looks. Um, yeah, this team is just is just it's just so up there. Axel, uh, what's it called? Like Axel Witzel, isn't he? Uh, he's with, uh, he's with Atletico Madrid right now. So yeah, but but I mean, like he's always been part of the part of the squad. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, I'm losing. I'm losing my head right now. Who else am I thinking of? Uh, was it Filani? Was Filani Belgium too? I'm pretty sure he's retired. Really? Yeah. I think he was young when he was at Man U. He was not young when he was at Man U. Oh. I just kept knowing that. I was like, why the fuck would they get him? Like, that was my reaction. Like, why? David Moyes? Yeah. That was the reason why. You're, you okay there, buddy? Yeah, I just reliving my traumas. <laughs> when when everything went down. <laughs> when everything just went abandoned ship, abandoned all hope, he who entered here. Oh yeah, so this if if there is a uh Thibaut Courtois. Okay, there we, we forgot about him. How did we forget about him? Um but yeah, Thibaut Courtois. Uh so this this like I said, this is the last of this golden generation for, for Belgium. Um, so you would definitely want to try to make a big run this time around. Uh, so that's going to be the thing to keep an eye on for for, for Belgium. Any thoughts on uh, on Belgium, Edward? Uh, no, not really. Like it's kind of like they're they're already up there. Okay, so they're like mid eight. They're in the mid of the age, you know. So it's not like crazy, crazy. But yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. And, all right. The next group, and this is someone that's gonna, we're going to see in the 2026 World Cup, and that's Canada. Canada's making their first appearance in a long time. Um, obviously, they have an exciting young group of players that is with Alfonso Davies and uh, and you know Jonathan David, uh, but a lot of guys that you know you remember from this from these Canadian teams, but they are finally in the World Cup. Um, and looking to make a big splash. Um, but yeah, Canada, really exciting team. Jerseys are, are very disappointing as hell, but they are. I mean, they're so boring, but anyways, we're not talking about jerseys yet because it's not the World Cup yet. But yeah, so, so yeah, Canada, what do you guys say, Or? I mean, all I can say is, uh, Alfonso Davies. All right, that's fair. They gotta watch out. They, uh, they gotta watch out for him. Attacking and defending. Um, I think he'll be playing on the wing this time. You think I think he'll be Canada, playing up front? Yeah, I think I think Canada plays him up front. Mm-hmm. Well, I know they usually do, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. They may be like, man, we see how you are. But he's a hustler, though, so he may be able to do both. Like, uh, I, I think you would rather have him play up top. Yeah, I mean, he plays he plays fullback only because that's the only spot he could play in Bayern Munich. That's the only opening. So yeah, but yeah. All right. So the next team is Morocco. Um, Morocco has been a really fun team from Africa as of lately. Obviously, you, you think of Hakimi when you think of Morocco. Um, so it's it's pretty definitely. I think a very evenly group. I think this is an evenly matched group. I think this is one of those that people aren't entirely sure who's going to come out of this group because of just how evenly matched. Um, some of these teams are with each other. Uh, and yeah. Morocco could be one of those teams that could just 
find them find themselves past this group. But yeah, um, anything to say about Morocco? No, not really. It's Hakimi. Who else? Who can we say? Anything Morocco? Are we just listing players or? <laughs> No, I'm I'm listing players like who are known or who are actually good from Morocco. I'm trying to think of of one besides Hakimi. Oh, uh, let's uh, let's just keep moving. Uh, <laughs> right. And and the last team in this group, and that's Croatia. Obviously, the team that was at the final in the 2018, the, the team that lost to France. Um, pretty old team, I gotta say. Uh, I know that there's going to be some some youth sprinkled in here, but obviously the core players you could, of this gen of this golden generation you could say about Croatia with Luka Modric, Rakitic, uh, Perisic, uh, a lot of itches um, in this team. Um, <laughs> a lot of itches. I mean, they didn't. <laughs> I literally just named like all of them were itches. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's going to be a very uh, this, uh, could be Luka Modric. But I keep saying Luka Modric is near the end of his career, and then he just, you know, it turns out yeah. he plays like a 22-year-old. So I'm just not going to say that. But yeah, this is definitely near the, the tail end of this generation of Croatian players. Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, like uh, like you said, Modric, uh, Kovacic, who else? Who else, is, who else is, I, th- I think is going to be like out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, how you, I don't know what you think. <laughs> you don't even know the, play, the the teams that I have. <laughs> so, ha, like that. <laughs> so why would you say, what, what are the players that I think? <laughs> no, no, like, what, am I, what are the players am I thinking of? Like, this is not my question. But, I mean, you are right. The the Croatian team is actually uh, a bit dated, but they, they still bring it. So, I'm no count about it just yet. All right, prediction time. Remember who is your runner-up and winner? Okay, so this one we differ a lot. <clears throat> so, all right, let's hear it. All right, so my runner-up, Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, because like you said, Croatia is a bit dated. Morocco, you know, they have like some unknown stars. Canada the same way. Um, but I'm putting a lot of faith in Alfonso Davies. Pretty sure everybody in Canada is. Um, but yeah, so I feel like Canada would actually make a very compelling runner-up. And then Belgium. Belgium to to win the group. All right. So Edward has Belgium and Canada. I have Belgium and Morocco. Care to say why, Morocco? Um, when I was when I was doing my my whole uh, assessment into this into this group stages, um, I really looked at how kind of even Canada, Morocco, and Croatia were to each other. Um, kind of what we mentioned. Um, and so when I was kind of seeing who can win over who, Morocco just happened to be the team that finished in second. Mm. Very close, but it it Morocco got the edge. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Group G. Group G consists of Brazil. Ooh. 
So there's going to be always a bunch of pressure with Brazil. Brazil is is said to be, and I know I've been saying the word heavy favorite for a lot of this, but Brazil is said to be the heavy favorite to win the 2022 FIFA World Cup. You're talking about a now, well, I I want a a prime, a fully prime Neymar. Um, Now you have a team of loaded, young, talented Brazilians, Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, Gabby Jesus. Uh, uh, shoot him. Shoot. Uh, who's the, who's the guy from that's in, uh, in, in Leon right now? Oh, uh, Paqueta. Paqueta. Paquete, Paquete, Paqueta. Paquete. Yeah. Uh, pa- um, freaking, I mean, the back line, I'm, I'm assuming Tiago Silva is going to be, be there. Uh, but you know, Gabi, sure. Militao, um, fullbacks. I mean, you got, Alex Tellez, which maybe he's still a pretty, still a good player. Uh, it's Alex Tellez, you know, uh, goalkeeper. I mean, you got you could choose between Allison and Ederson, depending on how you feel. Um, but wait, is uh, Gabriel is Gabriel uh, Brazilian, right? Gabriel is Brazilian. Uh, which the, the you know how there's you know how many Arsenal, Gabri- Arsenal, Arsenal center back Martinelli. Well, there's two Gab- there's three Gabriels in in Arsenal. Center back, center back. Yeah, Gabriel, he's Brazilian. I mentioned Gabriel. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Gabby Jesus. I said Gabby Jesus. I also said Gabriel. Oh. So this. They said Gabby. <laughs> it's too. It's too many. There's a lot of Gabbies, bro. It was funny too because they were interviewing those three in uh, for Arsenal. Yeah, I think in preparing for the season, and they're like, "Can you name three Brazilian players right now?" And then uh, uh, Gabriel was like, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, well, I just shot myself in the foot with that question. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, you're literally looking at three of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like a lot of young, exciting talent, a very prime, maybe matured Neymar. I don't, I, I really don't know if I can answer that question with full confidence. Um, but still, this is a very... It, Kind of similar with Argentina. If there was a good, if there was a chance for 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 Brazil to go around and win this World Cup, the time is now. Like if Neymar wants a shot at winning the World Cup, because this might this could be his last World Cup. I'm not saying it's it. It could be. I mean, we could see him 2026. But I mean, in his full prime year, a full prime Neymar, this is probably his best shot. Kind of similar with Messi. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of pressure. There's always pressure with Brazil. But there's going to be definitely a lot of pressure with this team specifically. Yeah, you're right. Especially like like you said. I mean, first of all, you got a really hell of a of a winger with Vinicius, and then you got Gabby Jesus to start off Martinelli, um, and like you said, Neymar to be the captain. More than likely. Oh, freaking Anthony! Oh, bro, Anthony! That's a miedo. That dude is great. Casemiro, bro. How do we forget them? Oh, este. I know, I know, I know, I know. Because he plays at Tottenham, but Richarlison. Yeah, I know, I know. I figured. I know. I figured. I figured you were gonna be on. It's all right. <laughs> este. What about um Barcelona? Um, Rafinha. Rafinha. That's a Rafinha. pretty good one. Damn, they got. They got fucking crazy ass dude. I just realized like Rafinha and Anthony, bro, 
like having them up, Vinicius or with Anthony or Vinicius and Rafinha. That's nasty, bro. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. This, this Brazil team is really good. Yeah. All right. You could say it might be it, it, it might be going back to the Jogo Bonito stage. You just gonna have like a like a Ronaldinho. Nah, I think I think we've moved past from the the Jogo Bonito days, but I think that there's still that that Brazilian flair, though. No matter mm-hmm. what, um, yeah, it doesn't evolve form of it. But moving on, man. So we got now Serbia. Serbia, obviously, the team that got out of the group that Portugal was in 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 the qualifying and forced Portugal to go play it in in that knockout round um, to make it to the World Cup. But yeah, Serbia. Uh, obviously, we already mentioned about. We mentioned previously on episode Mitrovic over at Fulham, who's found some really good form. Um, we're gonna we're gonna see a, a certain a certain player that used to play for Real Madrid that apparently he was gonna was gonna tear up Serie A like Ronaldo did. Uh, that still hasn't happened. I'm still waiting for that. Uh, but obviously, yeah, yeah Jovic. <laughs> so I knew it. I knew. I knew. I'm still waiting to see that, buddy. <laughs> um. I'm still waiting to see the five goals that Timo Werner is going to score. Yeah, <laughs> and we're still staring at the TV looking for those, looking for those five goals. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, I, I think Serbia is is definitely, I will say, dark horse vibes all throughout Serbia. I think there's just so much that people don't know about the Serbian team, including myself. But I think they they have a lot of fight in them. That's for sure. Yeah, you're right. All right, and then Switzerland. Getting a little old. I will say that. <laughs> Getting a little old down Switzerland. Um, but they still have some really good players. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we might see Shakiri. Um, obviously, Granit Xhaka will be there. Um, Jan Sommer, a solid goalkeeper. So definitely we'll try, we'll try to keep Switzerland in a lot of games because of just having Jan Sommer. Uh, but mm-hmm. Switzerland, a pretty good team. Uh, Definitely somebody that could could stay consistent in the World Cup, but I think this is a really tight group as well. I mean, besides Brazil, but this is a really tight group when you look at the other the other three teams that are in this group. And Switzerland definitely has like a, a good chance to move on to the next round. Yeah. Okay. I see that too. And the last team in this group, and that is Cameroon. Uh Cameroon. This team, you know, got taken over by by a uh, Barcelona legend Samuel Eto as the club president, I believe. Well, the club, pre- the the country, you know, the national team president, and and since then, this team has just found their swagger back. Um, yeah. So Cameroon, always a fun country to watch. Fun to say Cameroon. Um, and so, I mean, I thought that this team was gonna win, uh, win the African Cup of Nations. Um, I think they had a. Fairly close shot at it, but you know, obviously, uh, they didn't win it because Senegal won it. Um, but, but yeah, I think Cameroon, once again, in, in a group, being in this group could benefit Cameroon because they also have a pretty good shot at, at getting out of the group. Yeah, I mean, you're right. <clears throat> Anything that about Cameroon, or that's it? No, not really. I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> all right. 
All right, it's a uh, it's a uh, prediction time, Edward. What's your who's your winner? Who's your runner up and who's your winner? Runner up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kind of tough on this one because I the thing is I hardly know a lot about these three teams, but. All right, so it's safe, to, it's safe to assume that you're picking Brazil. I'm, I'm picking Brazil. Yeah, that's the winner. But my runner-up is going to be Cameroon. Okay. So my, I, I have Brazil winning it, but I have Serbia coming out of the group. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right. The last group, Group H, you have Portugal. We've been talking about players that we could possibly see in this be their final World Cup. Well, this could be Cristiano Ronaldo's crescendo right here because um, things are things are looking very dramatic over at Manchester United for him. So this is literally all that he's got left to play for. Um, mm-hmm. So so there's that. Um, but I mean, aside from that though, you look at you look at what uh, what Brazil, what Portugal has is a very young, okay, youngish group of players. Because you know you still have Bernardo Silva, who I think once Bernardo stops getting called up by Portugal, will be given the captain's armband. At least that's what I'm assuming. Um, you you still have Diego Jota. You still have uh, uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Uh, oh yeah, Renato Sanchez. Yeah, Renato, Renato Sanchez. Sanchez. Uh, obviously, Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez. I know some people call him overrated. Not, I'm not, I'm not one of those people, but, but yeah, you know, they still got, they so Portugal has a lot of players, man. They have a lot of good players. Um, so, and, I, and once again, probably not the strongest of, of like European national teams, in my opinion, but like, like nonetheless, you still got Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, this team can do something, uh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, and, and Rafael Leal. How, how do I forget about that kid? Oh yeah, Rafael. He's he's been playing really good. So yeah, so Portugal definitely a a, a heavy favorite in this group. Yeah. All right. <laughs> next is Ghana. So Ghana, I think I believe they're making their return because they weren't in 2018. Uh, but always thank God the U.S. isn't in the group with them because they usually like to ruin our our our, our tournament runs. Um. <laughs> But, you know, also a really solid team. Um, have some players. Um, you know, obviously Thomas Partey is one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ghana usually is a, a, is definitely a dark horse team when, whenever we're talking about the group stages in, in the World Cup. Yeah. <clears throat> then we have Uruguay. Kind of similar to what I've been saying about some other teams, this could be Luis Suarez's last. Believe it, Luis. If Luis Suarez gets called up, this is this possibly be his last last World Cup. Same for Edison Cavani. Um, though I don't know if they if they do get called up, I don't know if they would be starting because obviously you have Darwin Nunez still raw. Maybe because of that, maybe you might choose to start Cavani or or Suarez over them. Um, but you yeah. do have you know Federico Valverde. You have Torreira. You you have some some promising young players 
that are coming up in the ranks in Uruguay. So I could definitely say Uruguay. Though their biggest hit is probably Araujo. That's a big hit for yeah. them. Um, you have Muslera, who I think is one of the most underrated goalkeepers in the world. Uh, it's mainly because he plays at Galatasaray is the reason why not many, not many people give him much, much respect. But, yeah, Uruguay, most of these players are kind of near the tail end of their careers. But when you look at the at the future of what of what uh, we're going to see from this Uruguay national team, the future looks pretty bright for this country. Yeah, the the future looks really good. I mean, to be honest, like me personally, like Uruguay, I have yet to see a number ten like Diego Forlan. That's one thing that's going to be hard to to get. Well, I mean, most of the midfielders now that you've seen from from them are more of like a holding or a or an eight, uh, they don't necessarily have a ten. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. Like for them to find somebody like that, you know, it, it's going to be pretty tough. Oh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, freaking, maybe you can ask Valverde to be a number ten. Maybe he can he can do that too. I mean, the man's a freaking Swiss Army knife now. <laughs> um, true, true. And then the last country representing Group H will be South Korea. South Korea was in 2018. They had the the uh, miraculous run against Germany, which led to Mexico qualifying for the for the next round of the World Cup, which led to Mexico now being forever in love with South Korea. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, you got Hungman Sun, which is going to be the the main attraction of of South Korea, if you will. Uh. Yeah. This is going to be uh It's an interesting game matchup here with with Group H. Um, if you were to ask me which is the group of deaf, I think Group G is probably the group of deaf. But uh, honestly, I don't really think there's like a, a like a, holy shit, there's a group of deaf here. Uh, not really. But Group H, I, I I've heard people some some people say Group H, but but yeah, South Korea does have a lot a lot going into this group. Um, but yeah, now prediction time, Edward. Who is your runner up and winner? Runner up. Um, Turn up. Uh, it's gonna be hard. That's what she's done. <laughs> uh, Portugal. Runner up is Portugal. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. And then I feel like the first place will be Uruguay. Oh wow! You you care to to explain? Why? Hmm? Like, what do you mean? So you have so Uruguay you, winning Group H. Yeah. Over Portugal. Yeah. I. I Wait. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Why do I need to expl- explain why I'm curious? <laughs> I'm just rooting for the underdog here. Uh, all right. Well, you can flip my picks. I got Portugal winning this group and Uruguay being the runner-ups. Um, so. All right, all right, all right, Eric. So we're gonna do we're gonna do our top fives because I said we're gonna do top fives to just to play safe in case you know we look like idiots when we make a, we may, obviously our number one is our number one most likely to win the World Cup, um, and and you know obviously the rest are just little safety blankets in case like ah at least one of them's in there. So, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah, Edward, uh, start. We're gonna we'll, we'll 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 each go down 
from starting from five and then go all the way to number one. So you you know, so you'll do your five, I'll do my five, and then we'll keep moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So good. at number five, who do you have at number five in your top my five? Number five to win the World Cup. Yep. The suspense is killing. Uh, England. England. Here to explain. Not really. <laughs> I mean, not really. This makes the podcast really short if you don't. <laughs> uh, honestly, that, not really. I... I uh, I just feel I, like, I just, uh, just pick England to pick England. <laughs> no, I picked England because I'm, I mean they got a good squad. Uh, I'm, they're not my number one pick, so therefore you already know that I don't think they'll win the World Cup. Like that's my go-to pick. But if I had to pick between all the teams, I would say my number five would be England all because right. I feel like there's also stronger, the stronger teams. There's, uh, I feel like England can make it to the final. It's just. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Like we'll see what my pick says, basically. All right. All right. Uh my number five is Germany. Okay. So I think they're gonna they're they're definitely gonna pa- get past the they're gonna make a run as well, obviously, but I do think that there is one team that will finally that will that will definitely cause cause a little bump on their on their journey for the World Cup. And who's that? I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Edward, who's your number four? All right. So my number four is actually Germany. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I just okay. If you really want me to elaborate, I just feel like Germany. They do have a really good squad, good mentality, good discipline, and everything. I just I feel like their squad's a little bit older. Um, that they're they're the ones that they're gonna take the little older ones. Yes, they also have like like I said, Timo Warner, but he has yet to prove himself like up there. He has not scored the five goals that I said he was gonna score, so maybe out of nowhere he'll score five goals. This sounds work. like a spike then, now. <laughs> then, then I'll then I'll go ahead and say I told you so. Okay. Oh, late. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. My number four is Argentina. Argentina? Oh okay. Yeah, like I said, Messi's storyline is a very strong one, but this is, like I said, Messi finally has a squad. Um, but kind of similar to what I said with Germany, I think that there's a team that that is definitely going to cause them, uh, cause a, an abrupt end for their run. Okay. All right. All right, who's your number three? My number three? Uh, France. Okay. Number three is France. Um, they do have youth. Uh, like you said, some of them with experience, but uh, they can't really rely too much on, you know, I mean, Giroud's a beast up top. Uh, is he even going? I'm not sure. Um, they got Mbappe. So that's one thing that they got going for them. They got the speed, the agility, the youth with him. And he is considered one of the, one of the, best players in the world right now. One of the best youths in the world right now. Um, so, yeah. you know, And he does have a squad that surrounds him. Um, 
more than likely he's going to be trying to look for his own maneuvers. And I think that may be his double-edged sword where he's going to be looking for plays and he can make them. But then when he can't make them, he gets frustrated and he gets frustrated with himself. And then he gets frustrated with his teammates. And then that's where everything kind of goes down. We've seen it in the PSG, so I feel that's why there would be in third place. But that's my number three. Okay. Once again, people. Oh, well, definitely for sure. Edward has no idea who I'm picking. Same vice versa. I have no idea what Edward's picking. Mm-hmm. Number three, I have France. <laughs> so that's why you have to. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of like the same things that Edward said, but obviously I think uh, the loss of Rafael Varane is going to be a huge loss for them. Um, Hugo Lloris, I mean, he is a solid goalkeeper, but. Kind of, kind of like what we've said. Like most of the time, if you if you think that you're gonna you can continue riding with the same players, um, I think, I think, I think, uh, who's the guy that's over at uh at uh at AC Milan right now? The one that took over for for uh, Donnarumma. Yeah, the one that took over for Donnarumma. Uh... What is? It? Ace in the line. I'm looking up. 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 Um, Mike, my, my, my gun. Yeah, my gun. My gun. Yeah. So I, I would like to see him there, but like I said, the, the team is really solid. I think they will get out of the group. Um, I, I, I do think that they're going to have. A good run, but I don't think that. Uh, I think there's going to be some, some definitely key injuries are going to be the things that are going to hurt them. Um, Angola Conte is going to be a big loss for them in that midfield. So, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Number two. My number two. I kind of have to go with the favorite here, Spain. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they got the youth. Like, they got that. I mean, for one, they got Pedri, Gavi. Um, if they decide to take him, Nico. Like, basically, that's just the Barca mid. Um, Ansu Fati. Um, shoot. If I want to go back to, um, to uh, how you say, uh, experience with Sergio Ramos. Uh, if they want to take him, Marcos Llorente. Um, I don't know. God, I forgot uh, about Llorente. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, who else? Who else? Um, I mean, they they basically got like we pick and choose names, you know. Right? Yeah, Alvaro Morata, he's a, he's a certified striker and he's had World Cup experience. He's had, you know, he he's able to take all of that experience with him. So he he doesn't have to be afraid of a big stage, you know. And then I think that's something that their youth, like that Spanish youth, isn't afraid of. Like it, it, it's it, it's. Trust me, like if, if we, if me and you were to be like, hey, we're gonna go play in the World Cup, and then we step foot there, bro. That's like to us, that's that puts a lot of pressure on us. But it's like you have these these youngsters who who played with uh, with teams with players with big names that you know. I think that that helps them in the long run. They have the experience. So I think that's why Spain's my number two pick. So it's like they either win it or they'll probably you know make it to the final. I think that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two is Spain. Spain? <laughs> wow. 
We I, literally, we literally don't know shit. I'm about. really conflicted with this team and my number one pick because I can, like, I could just see Spain just being right. dominant. That's what I'm saying. I like, can we, just we see this to. team being so good. Uh, there's not really many weak spots on this team. Uh, I mean, David De Gea is going to be a solid goalkeeper. Um, whoever they have in that back line is going to be pretty good. Um, and, and like, it's going to be that good mixture of youth and experience, like everywhere throughout. Like in that back line, you might see Carvajal being like the guy in the back. In the midfield, you're going to have Busquets, which I'm, once again, I'm still baffled that I'm saying that this guy's an amazing captain. Um, but he, <laughs> he's actually a really good captain. I don't know. I've, it's, it's weird, but it is. You, you prefer, honestly, and then, I, I, and then honestly, obviously I you're talking over PK. Huh? I prefer him over PK as captain. I think anybody prefers anybody over PK. Apparently even Shakira. <laughs> um, so. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Shots fired over her. Uh, <laughs> well, if she prefers anybody, she better prefer me. Hi, come back with. Well, I mean, you guys both have kids already, so yeah, we can go on play dates. What's up? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Love connection, Shakira. Uh. I promise you, I will never cheat on you. That's a damn fact. Edgar can verify that for me. hundred percent. Oh, Edward's not. Edward's not dumb enough to cheat on you. <laughs> exactly. I'm dumb, just not dumb enough to cheat on you. I mean, he'll, <laughs> he 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 sees the bag, he will secure it. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> bag secured, drop or what is it like? Drop secured. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think I, I'm like it, it would be so stupid to fuck that to like ruin that. Hector <laughs> like, would be Hector. Edward would literally can just go wherever he wants to yeah. go. If he wants to go to Spain, he can go to Spain. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> like. Literally has a ticket to go wherever he wants. Pretty much. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, Spain's going to be really good. I mean, I'll, and then uh, on top of all that, you're going to add Luis Enrique as the, as the coach of this team. Spain is really good, but there are some times where I feel like maybe they, they that is, beat themselves. Yeah, that, they like beat I said, themselves. Like, I mean, when you look at the Euro, and yeah, you didn't have David De Gea goalkeeper, which is that was a head scratcher for me. Um, that goalkeeper literally ruined, literally like he's never getting called up by Spain ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so like, damn, just like that, huh? Like that guy went from no, possible number two to De Gea to hey, let's see what Kepa's doing. <laughs> so, oh man, which I mean, Kepa's actually looked pretty good. So I mean, but it's yeah. just Kepa. Kepa's kind of became a meme. But but yeah, so Spain I think is a really good number two. All right, Edward, who's your number one? My number one. To be honest, it was a really close one. It was a really close one between Spain, but my number one is Brazil. What? <laughs> what? I got Brazil. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Are you sure? You probably didn't talk on the phone or something, like without even knowing. No, it, I, I, like I said, I, and that was going off feeling. I literally like made freaking Excel spreadsheets. No, yeah, I'm just literally winging it, bro. Like honestly, the only <laughs> thing that really, really like the only thing that really surprised me is that I didn't pick Argentina. 
And as much as I want them to be like winning the World Cup, because I want Messi to lift the World Cup. Just so you guys know how my setup went. So obviously I did spreadsheets. I did, I did the group A winner and runner up. I actually made the, t- the bracket for the, t- the knockout round. And so as I was going down each game, each matchup. So like I said, all right, we'll go with my number five, Germany, right? So I had Germany beating Morocco in, in their, in their first knockout round. Guess who they're facing in the next round? Brazil. I thought Brazil mm. would definitely have a good shot to get kind of revenge, if you will, from, you know, 20, 2014. They just finally get the, and I thought it would be a really even matchup. I think it's, it's defensively, it's going to be a defensive showdown, but I think, like I said, an experienced Neymar is finally going to be the it factor because they didn't have Neymar when they, when they yeah. faced, when they faced Germany. So now you get a Neymar, but a hungry Neymar, an experienced Neymar, is is, is is he's got that dog in him, man. Like, if there's one thing about about Neymar, he's got that dog in him. So I thought that was gonna be a, a really big matchup for him, and they they're gonna get that win. And then guess who they see in the semifinal? Uh, Argentina. Argentina. Wait, did you go off of this FIFA 2023? Uh, like sim? No. Oh, okay. I like I said, I made an Excel spreadsheet. I, I like made like I I because I know how 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 the how the I know this tournament like for so long now. I know how they do it. So I like and yeah, they face Argentina in the semifinal, and like this was that moment where I was like, I kind of want, I kind of think Argentina could win it, but then I'm like, you know what, I don't. I I think this Brazil team is different from from the from Copa America, and and I, I was like, yeah, they're gonna advance. And and who they face in the final? The two the two team the other team that was conflicted with with this one, and that's Spain. I think it's gonna be Brazil and Spain in the final. Oh damn! Well, a part and, of me, a part of me wants Argentina to prove me wrong, just for Messi's sake. Yeah, and and so like the crazy thing is like Spain cannot be cannot be facing Brazil in the final if it wasn't for the fact that I have them being the runner up in their group. Yeah. So it was just literally crazy turn of events that let like honestly if I if I thought Spain could beat Germany in the group, they would be the ones facing Brazil in, in the in that in that quarterfinal. Yeah. So it, 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 yeah, like I literally like I, like I, as I saw everything fall in, I'm like, this is way too weird of, of a run for Brazil. But I could see yeah. them, I could see them prevailing it, and yeah, I got Brazil winning this whole thing. All right. But yeah, so so there, there you have it, man. Edward, wow. Edward and me both rocking with Brazil. Um, yeah, so that's. That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts, bro. I'm Edward, oh, I'm me over here, like being analytical about it, and now we're just literally going with a, with a feeling, <laughs> with a gut feeling. I don't know where England came to play, but all right. <laughs> our, hey. our our list was literally identical. It wasn't for the fact that I picked Argentina and he picked <laughs> he picked England. Yeah, true, true. But all right. 
All right. So, so that is our World Cup prediction. Once again, if you guys want to participate in our Run Your Pool Challenge, which if you if you win the if you win the challenge, you will be winning possibly a Brazil jersey. <laughs> so, so there you go. Um, but yeah, so go ahead. It's the, it's literally the pinned post on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. You guys got to enter. Go ahead. Um, like I said, you gotta be in it to win it. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going uh, with with some some breakdowns of Liga MX and MLS Cup. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average, website. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a great way to start into this. But, all right, we're back. <laughs> um, Sorry. Sorry. That, that come. <clears throat> Liga MX playoffs. So to recap, the the semifinals. Toluca beat America three to two. Oh yeah. So they Toluca won the first leg two to one, and then drew one to one in the second leg. Um, it looked like America scored the the goal that would have tied them and obviously advanced them to the final. Uh, but then it was it was said that uh, Mar- Martin was was found offside, and and then oh, yeah. and so after that, and then obviously time expired, and Toluca went ahead and advanced to the final, which I am pleasantly surprised by Toluca. I I, I am they have exceeded my expectations, which is was very not much expectations to be honest. Because um, you cho- you picked America, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I picked America. I was the I was the one that picked the Luca, wasn't I? No, you picked America too. Okay. Oh. You're like, oh, he's like, yeah, I can't see them beating America. Damn, man. Which I mean, it's, it's rightfully so. I don't blame you. But yeah, yeah. so so Toluca is at the is once again in the final, which is crazy. This team went from being in the bottom three, which they had to pay like I think it was like three million or something like that, um, to now no, it was probably like eighteen million. Actually, it was a lot of money. <laughs> three million was was that to a team. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so now they're in the final. Like I said, this 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 is a it's really cool. It's a great feeling knowing that they they turned that team around. But let's see the, who they're facing off on the other side. As Pachuca beat Monterrey six to two, like they didn't they didn't even let Monterrey think they had a shot. Um, yeah, they just they just said, "Hey, what's up? Take it up the ass. Here you go." And then, so in the first leg, they they literally obliterate Monterrey five to two, and in the second leg. Honestly, I think at this point, Monterrey is like, I don't, there's not much to play for at this point. They're down three goals. Um, they would literally have to win. They would literally have to win four to, four to nothing because I, I believe Pachuca is the higher seat. No, Monterrey is the two seat. So they need to score three goals to make it to the next round. And they just couldn't do it. Um, and, and, and Pachuca decides to add insult to injury and scoring another goal. So, but yeah, so the final will be Toluca versus Pachuca. Nice. That's the <laughs> Luca versus Pachuca, both the cards. Yeah, this is this also kind of justifies uh, how I thought Uruguay and Paraguay as a as a rivalry because they both end with Y. Um, <laughs> which maybe this is a rivalry, too, but yeah, maybe, but it's so, like it's the car rivalry. The car rivalry. So yeah, Pachuca obviously has been very solid this year. Luca has been solid, but then fell off near the end of the season. Um, but I mean. What a run that they're having right now! 
Uh, but Pachuca is still a very strong team. Um, the leading goal scorer is is in Pachuca. Um, so yeah, I mean, Edward, who do you got? Um, this one, Toluca's barely made it, and then yeah, Pachuca just obliterated. So maybe they got so, tired of scoring goals. <laughs> you really think so? Uh, from what I saw, from what I saw, they were trying. So don't tell me they got tired of scoring goals. They no, I trying. said maybe maybe Pachuca got t- is getting get tired of scoring goals. <laughs> Like, oh, we scored um, too many goals. You know, maybe they're, they're, maybe they're like the Yankees and got tired of hitting. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> really hoping for Toluca, huh? <laughs> At this point, I'm a fan now. Like, <laughs> analytics goes away. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, man. At this point, well, analytics goes out of the door. <laughs> now now oh, my, dumb, my dumb fan brain goes into this. <laughs> I see that. Your dumb fan brain just completely obliterated any rational thought you had. Like maybe, maybe, maybe they get tired. Of, maybe they get tired of scoring goals. Maybe they get tired of, of shooting at, at the goal, so they'll just stop and park the bus for a maybe, bit. Maybe their leading goal scorer can't score any more goals. Maybe he's like, "Oh, I, I hit my cap." <laughs> okay, so on this one, I'm gonna say Pachuca. Okay, I mean, like I said. Uh, done fan brain. I'm going with the Luca. All right. Why try jinx him? Like, like every every time I pick, <laughs> I picked against. The, I, damn it! I'm an idiot. The <laughs> way you called it now, so ah. <laughs> we're gonna cut this. We're gonna cut this part out, and I'm gonna say Pachuca. Okay, so here, one, two, three. All right, Pachuca's gonna win this game. So, <laughs> so obviously, we're gonna win the championship. Yeah, Pachuca's gonna win. Obviously. Oh, okay, okay. So you agree with Your you. analytics has told me that Pachuca's so, going to win this game. So, <laughs> does, I'm sorry, but I think the first, the first part of what you said is just that's it. It's, it's like I think the fates are like, all right, no, whatever this guy says now, it doesn't count. Like whatever doesn't it doesn't count. Pachuca's going to take it all. <laughs> it don't matter. Pachuca's going to win. <laughs> yeah, so he's technically right. Technically, his curse set in, but technically, he's also right. Technically, he got a win-win. Sort of. well, but yeah, so we're at the final. I was wondering how the, how Liga Maggie's was going to do their final, being that you know the World Cup is coming up. But apparently, they, they that's why they did their season so early. <laughs> so everything makes sense now. Yep. All right, man. MLS Cup, man. This is obviously where you lose that word. So Eastern Conference, man. So Philadelphia Union beat FC Cincinnati one to nothing. So congratulations to Andrew and his and his Philly boys as they're going on. To the Eastern Conference Finals once again, and joining them was the team that beat them last year in the Eastern Conference Finals in New York City FC, where they beat Montreal three to one. NYC FC is starting to look a little hot right now, and I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Andrew is probably swinging a little bit because you know, like I said, this was literally the matchup the Eastern Conference Finals last season, and and, and NYC went ahead and. Won that game and went off to win the MLS Cup for the first time. So, uh, I'm I'm going. <laughs> Look, the thing is, is Philadelphia is the highest scoring team in the MLS, and also the best defending team in the MLS. So they got double win win. 
they had the win-win. So, I mean, they, this is like, I, I'm assuming to them, this is the year. This has to be the year. This team is playing way too good. And they, and they barely beat FC Cincinnati. Uh, but I mean, playoffs, I think is a whole different beast. Yeah. You're right. I don't want to pick in West CFC. <laughs> yeah, I'm, going, mean, I'm, I'm sorry. NYCFC, bro. The fact that they're doing this without Castellanos is is very impressive. Um, they got their dog. They got that dog in them, man. I, I don't, I don't know what it is about this team, but yeah, I got them going back to the MLS Cup final. All right. All right. In the Western mm-hmm. Conference, um, LAFC beat LA Galaxy three to two. Uh, Ricky Puig probably should have got a red card for, for headbutting that guy. Oh, but. yeah, bro. What the hell? That dude has a temper. Maybe that's why Barca let him go. I mean, he's a good player and everything, but. Well, I mean, allegedly he's an asshole. So, which yeah. I mean, kind of proved it there. <laughs> so, but yeah, so LAFC, they, they, they overcame their, their dragon and beat LA Galaxy three to two. And Austin FC beat FC Dallas two to one. So they'll be advancing to the Western Conference Final. Uh, this is the first time for everything for Austin FC, by the way. But yeah, so the, the, the Western Conference Final will be LAFC versus Austin FC. Oh, yeah. So Matthew McConaughey versus Will Ferrell. So this is the dream matchup for Edward. Carlos Vela versus Drew Easy, which I'm sure Edward has no idea who that is. Uh, Diego Fagundes, obviously he's going to be there. Edward knows him. <laughs> yep. I would always um, use him in my FIFA. For the uh, podcast, I think it'd be great for Austin FC to make it so I can find, I could just say, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to Austin to go see the, the MLS Cup final. Cause if, if obviously if things go the way I want them to go, which NYCFC winning and Austin FC wins, then Austin FC gets the home field. For the final, um, so that would be a nice, nice little road trip to Austin. Who says no to that? Um, so I'm going with Austin All FC. Right. All right, I I uh, do I do believe in the supporter shield curse, and I think unfortunately it is LAFC. So the, the supporter shield curse always wins. I will say yes, I agree with you, even though I'm kind of like a little bit skeptic. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pick LAFC, pick LAFC. If you want to judge it basically on Matthew McConaughey versus Will Ferrell, like who wins, oh, the, pick, who wins pick, in a fight? I pick, I pick, I pick, uh, uh, like that. If you put it like that, I mean. Okay, who, who wins in a weed smoking competition? That's a lie. Ooh. Everyone wins in a weed smoking competition. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> So, I'll say Will Ferrell. Will so, Ferrell. Okay, so now we're taking LAFC. I mean, Will Ferrell's got size to him, man. That's an, that's an important feature. <laughs> but yeah, all right. So, Edward's going to LAFC. All right, Edward, time for players, uh, players of the Week. Players of the Week is brought to you by In the Clutch Apparel. In the Clutch is playing apparel that is uh, partnered with the with Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Associations, Players Union. So the players all support these these jerseys and, and these jerseys, these shirts. 
these designs and all that. They get they they get they they give the stamp of approval for them. Um, but yeah, they also have some great college college looks. Um, if you guys use our code insert name at checkout, you will save ten percent off your purchase. So thanks again to In the Clutch for being the presenting sponsor for Players of the Week. All right, Edward, Players of the Week. Who's your Player of the Week? So my Player of the Week is actually, and I'm going because of that badass motherfucking goal he scored. Fucking machine over here. Um, I'm going with Erling Haaland, who scored two goals in Manchester City's 3-1 win against Brighton. I mean, bro, did you see that freaking pass from Ederson? Like, that, that he freaking shot it all the way from way back. And then, like, Haaland just chased it. He basically just did a redirect on the goalie. And when he was going against the defender, dude, he just shoved him. He wasn't even, like, it was body to body, but it was like a shove, a slight shove. And he mm-hmm. just left him sliding. I was like, dog. I was like, that was badass. I was like, that that was legit badass. I was like, that just goes to show you like what kind of what kind of forward this dude is. Like he's just a he's a machine, dude. The dude was insane when he scored that goal. I was like, wow. Dang. All right. Did you see it? At least the highlight? Yeah. Yeah, no, Erling Holland one hell had a one hell of a game. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I was like, I, I, I'm just highlighting that one goal. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so who's your player of the week? My player of the week, and we kind of mentioned him in our in our World Cup preview, is Antoine Griezmann. He scored two goals in Atletico Madrid's two-one win against Real Betis. Man gets paid. Um, man gets man scores goals. Yep. What a trade-off. What a trade-off. But, all right, so congratulations to Erling Haaland and Antoine Griezmann for being our players of the week. Once again, thank you to In The Clutch for being the presenting sponsor. Uh, Make sure you guys save 10% by using the code insert name at checkout. InTheClutch.com All right, man, there's some games to watch this weekend. Obviously, NWSL playoffs. We're we're almost near the end of, of the NWSL season. MLS. We got we got conference finals, man. We got the semifinals going. So, you know, who's who's going to the MLS Cup this year? Am I going to the MLS Cup this year? Who knows? So, <laughs> stay tuned for for the next episode. Um, in Liga MX, obviously we got the final: Toluca versus Pachuca. By the time this episode drops this weekend, we'll be leading to that second leg. Hopefully, uh, Toluca has an, 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 a ten to nothing lead on <laughs> Pachuca. <laughs> <laughs> It can happen. <laughs> Damn, this ain't this ain't FIFA on on what you call it, semi pro, amateur. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, Liga Mekis final. Um, in Liga, we got RC Lens taking on Toulouse. Um, pretty pretty good matchup. Two teams coming off of wins. So and Leon versus Lille. Nice. In uh, Serie A, we got Napoli, who is right now leading leading the Serie A table right now, taking on Sassuolo. And two teams also kind of finding some pretty good form as of lately is Lazio and the team I hope get relegated this year, uh, Salernitana, which 
obviously I just said they're in good form, so they're probably not getting relegated. So I have to continue trying to pronounce Salernitana. <laughs> well, there you go. In the Bundesliga, we got Bayern Munich taking on Mainz. You just like saying Mainz, don't you? I love saying Mainz. <laughs> and I'm trying, I like, but I feel like I feel like after the Mainz comment, I feel like maybe I don't know if we could do it, but I feel like if, if Spencer could put the uh, the sequels from Finding Nemo, Mainz, 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 Mainz. I mean, you can ask him. I don't know if you can. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. If there's. It might, well, I mean, it, it probably won't be copyrighted if he uses my voice. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Well, wait, let's do it. One, two, three. Mine, 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 I love it. You know, Edward, you could have you could have been a producer at Cartoon. Actually, well, you would have been fired. Um, so. I would have been fired. <laughs> I would have been fired once Warner Brothers took over. But you know, they're like, this guy, this guy is too too kiddyish. We we can't we can't have this. You're fired. Now that we bought Cartoon Network, we will now proceed on firing everyone that has that works at Cartoon Network. Pretty much. Oh man. All right. The other game is Eintracht Frankfurt taking on Borussia Dortmund. Nice. Hopefully Dortmund can can do it this time. Yep. They've been, they've been okay. They've been doing all right. All right. In La Liga, we got Valencia taking on Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona better win. <laughs> okay, so Edwards Edwards key 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 to each matchup. They better fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Well, they better win. He said they better. I added the fucking part. Um they better freaking win. And Real Sociedad taking on Real Betis. In the English Premier League, we got Liverpool taking on Major Leeds Soccer, which I'm, right now it doesn't look good for Leeds United. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Jesse Marsh gets fired. Uh, so. So yeah, <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> oh, also Aston Villa fired Steven Gerrard. So, convenience, I don't know. Oh, that's right. <gasps> but did you, no, no, no. Did you not hear? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Unai Emery is apparently now going to be the manager for Aston Villa. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I think, I think Aston Villa also tried to offer Tuchel the job. Like, oh, like yeah. they thought they had like a legitimate chance. To- <laughs> Bro, think about it. If they try to, if they, if they try to offer them the job, like think about it. It's like their PSG ex-coach. Like, coincidence? Yeah. I think not. Bro, I just realized something. But, so this is Ancelotti's last year, right? Like Ancelotti's retiring after this season, right? Tuchel's available. Ooh. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that? Just, just as the defensively, we're gonna be solid. <laughs> Attacking wise, I mean, as long as he doesn't try to. <laughs> As long as he he's gonna bring it. He's gonna he's gonna bring in Timo Warner. Well, I mean, probably, probably play striker. So maybe. So um, he might actually be able to bring in Mbappe. Who knows? He did manage him. Exactly. <laughs> and then the other game is Manchester United taking on West Ham United. So, um, the United Derby, I guess. 
or or I want to be David Moyes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so there's also that, but yeah. Yeah, so that is the games to be looking forward to this weekend. Um, obviously, this is just a sample size, but as long as you're watching soccer, that's all that really matters. But you should be watching the MLS Cup and League I Megas. That's for sure. Um, yeah, because Pachuca is going to win twenty to nothing. Um, so, <laughs> ooh, okay. ooh. just to, just to make sure there's no comeback happening. <laughs> just yeah, to, just to secure no comebacks, guys. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll do our three up, three down on true events that will be that will be made a movie or TV show. There you go. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR, Fanatics has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at Insert Name FC on Instagram and Twitter, and go ahead and get yourself some shopping. Brought to you by Fanatics. Once again, thank you for Fanatics being a proud partner of Insert Name FC. And we're back. All right, three up, three down. And the topic is true events or people that should be made a movie or TV show. Obviously, the inspiration of all this is because of the, the Jeffrey Dahmer series that came out on yep. Netflix. And it just made me think, who would who would they be? Who would be the next thing that who would try to do a a a, vid, a movie or something on? Well, here's Spencer's three down. So at number three. Will Kanye West fall in the list of people that don't get a biopic because of his late antics? <laughs> so Kanye West, I mean, it would definitely be I an guess. interesting one. I would hate myself that I sat through and watched it, but I'm, I'd also be interested to watch it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, which it was like you like squishing a spider, like Panda, like you squish a spider, and then you try to see what's underneath it, but. It, you kind of don't want to see it, but you still see it, you know. Like when you would you rather watch this in a movie, or would you rather watch it in a series? I wouldn't want to watch it at all, truthfully. Probably, I guess, the, probably like one of those, one of that one hour, 30 minutes docu. I'm pretty sure what they would do a docu-series. Well, we're talking about a biopic. We're, we're, we're talking about biopic or, or, you know, like series based on these people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, it it would be funny to see who they have play Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Only yeah. thing I'll take away from that. I don't know. I don't know. Man. All, right. All right, so that's number number three is Kanye West. Number two is Martha Stewart. Damn, <laughs> the prison scene would be funny. Yeah, right. So, and. Oh my god. Number one. Oh my god. Number one, Pee Wee Herman. I think you meant to put OMG. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pee Wee Herman. That's crazy. That, yeah. yeah. Honestly, that though, I think they do have one. Do they? I think so. I don't know, but I, I, I'm kind of intrigued. I would, I'm actually kind of intrigued by it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be weird. <laughs> so, all right, my my number three, mm-hmm. Robin Williams. 
Williams. That would be your down? Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. Like, I know. think that there's going to be a lot of pressure for the person that has to play Robin Williams. Well, the, okay, so there is that teaser trailer of that guy that on YouTube that actually did a... They, they want him to play uh, Robin Williams in a biopic. I don't know. Because he... <laughs> Um, I'll send you a link later. But yeah, like it was, he did a pretty good job. Like, I, just think, just it's a, a I think it's just going to be a lot of pressure for somebody that's so iconic, like Robin Williams is. No, I mean, that's the thing. It's like this, this person did a pretty good job. Yeah, and I, I get that, but I, I, one, I've never seen this video, so I can't tell you. But like I said, like if you do a biopic, one, you gotta make sure you do it right because it's fucking Robin Williams too. If the actor that plays Robert Williams can't fuck it up because it's fucking Robert Williams. So yeah, it's a lot okay. of pressure. I will watch it because I think it obviously it's Robin Williams, but it's a lot of I would say there's a lot of pressure and stake if you do choose to do a biopic of, of Robin Williams. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, number two. Eh, it's unfortunate that I have to say this, but John Wayne Gacy. I think there is one. Not not a docu series, Edward. Oh, it has oh. A, a bio like like a the biopic. Jeffrey Dahmer oh, series. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> not a documentary. Like uh, literally, someone playing John Wayne Gacy, which I mean, kind of technically, they kind of alluded it with the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, series. Yeah, but yeah, uh, just because one <laughs> at this point, I feel like we're glorifying these serial killers. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I mean, and yeah, I mean he was really bad, but uh, well, they were all all three of them were bad: Ted Bundy and 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 Jeffrey Dahmer. But um, yep. yeah, so, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so and my number three, like I said, people or true events. Columbine. Damn. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's my three down. All right. So my three down. You want me to start? Yep. Three down. Saddam Hussein. Hmm. I can see that. It'd be, you know, it'd be one of those edgy biopics. Kind of like how the Jeffrey Dahmer one was. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. So. That's a, so that's a really good one. It would be it would be something that you, you really wouldn't want to see, but then of course you know your, your curiosity tends to intrigue. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I work. Uh, number two. Mm. So number two. Oh, okay. This one's a little bit tough. This one's a little bit tough. <clears throat> it is gonna hurt. Uh, Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah. Oh God. I mean the 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 wrestling, the winning the championships, the, like the whole everything. Yeah, but like, you would have to you would have to add that part though. Yeah, you would have to add basically what happened afterwards and everything. But oh god, that, piece, yeah. but you know it. Uh, 
it'd be something really cringy to see to even even if like they were let's say let's say even if you were trying to edit out the end like you know they people would have to try to add it on at the end or you know it's just it, it would have to be like like pretty intense it's it's a, an intense it wouldn't even have to take like it would be like those those kind of biopics where it's like uh, for example they're starting the wrestling career but then they instead of going like day by day they would skip like 10 years and then okay this is what happened after those 10 years. okay here's the five years so it'd be like maybe a eight nine twelve episodes maybe see and that maybe that episode. would suck too because like now you already know you, you, i mean you want you know what chris Benoit did but then yeah. you have to like sit through you're gonna, everything, you're gonna, like you're gonna have moments. well that you're gonna have to see eddie guerrero yeah, Eddie Guerrero. You know, away. Chris, Chris Benoit. Well, no, Chris Benoit wasn't there when Eddie Guerrero died. Hector Bellerin and Eddie Guerrero. Who? Hector Bellerin. Uh, I mean, I don't know how good of an actor he is. And remember, no, he, but I'm he, saying, like, remember, remember he, he, I know he shaved the bullet off, right? Yeah, I, I know you're talking about with that hairstyle because he, he, he did have the Eddie Guerrero hairstyle. Yeah, he but had that like. Bullet. Oh yeah, he had the mullet, but like kind of. Well, I was thinking about like when he had that, like his long, the 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 top of his hair longer. Yeah, yeah. You mean the, like the the I'm your pop, the I'm your poppy uh, period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got gotcha. you. I remember that. Oh yeah, because that's when he had like the Scarface looking T-shirt, which was a badass. I always wanted that one. Yeah, I, I would. I, yeah, because I would suck. I would. Ha- it would so suck to just have to. Mm-hmm. See that that part of Eddie because you you gotta show his relationship with Eddie Guerrero and then so the scene with Eddie yeah, Guerrero yeah. Does, that's gonna be rough yeah so yeah yeah exactly and then number one man I'm going into a dark place man what the fuck did you open um so number one and like I said I'm going this is dark place like. <laughs> Um, so Jesus, man, like you just uh, you don't done did something wrong, man. <laughs> like, so I don't know if you remember a uh, porn star Christy Mac. Wait, the one that got got uh got assaulted by her MMA boyfriend by War, by War Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her. I mean, she's okay now. A biopic. See, biopic that's, a, of a porn but that, star. that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like. No, but I mean, like, it's a biopic of a porn star. Oh, yeah, that, there's that. But, like. So I it mean, would be like softcore, softcore scene. And then, would you. Re- it's kind of like watching a Game of Thrones, but just an entire section of full frontal nudity, maybe. And then, like. I think we're. I think we can. Happen. I, think, I think we can know very well that they would probably. Never. Well, actually, no. I can't say that because they did that whole Pamela Anderson uh, series on Hulu. So I guess, I guess I, I have that's not the wrong possibility. I have not, yeah, I have not watched that. And I don't want to watch it. So I mean, it's got Seth Rogen in it, so eventually I have to watch it. So eh, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah, but you're not a Seth Rogen fan, so yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So that's a, that's your three down. So back to three up. Going back to Spencer. Spencer has number three, Marie Curie. I wanted to know if she glow in the dark. She was buried in in a lead lined casket. Sheesh. Oh, I know. I think it means Madame Curie. 
Madame Curie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Mary Curie. Yeah, she's a Polish French th- physicist. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it is Marie Curie, though. Yeah. So okay, that that'd be that'd be an interesting one. Uh, number two, Mr. Happy Trees himself, Bob Ross. I want to know uh, how, how he was after the cameras cut off. I wonder if he was a stunner. Oh man, he definitely has to be a stunner. <laughs> he might have been. If he was from maybe if he was like you know Colorado, he's also he's also ex military. Oh wow! Yeah, I think Bob Ross was in the Marine Corps. I think he was. Crazy. Yeah, he was in the Marines. Wow. Wait, wait. That's a real part of something as a legend. Oh no, he was uh he was a Air Force? Mm-hmm. How, how the hell was he? Yeah, he was a, he was in the Air Force. Dang, twenty years. That's crazy. So all right, number two. And so number two is Bob Ross. And then number one, there's ties between Maya Angelou and Bob Marley. They both took on the system and unified people across the world while informing during a time of disparity. Hmm. So Maya Angelou and Bob Marley. Which is really cool because Bob Marley obviously is like a well-known fan of soccer. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So I don't know if he's saying combine Maya Angelo and Bob Marley or a movie, um, you know, like by Maya Angelo and Bob, Bob you know, kind of like because Spencer loves to do ties. So yeah, I mean either or that it'd be interesting. I, I don't know if there is a tie between those two, but like an actual tie, but like that'd be cool. All right, so three up, number three. So they did have a movie done about these guys, but I'm just gonna tell you. I thought the movie was straight up booty cheeks. Like movie sucks. <laughs> like it, it was like it, if anything, it was more more of an insult to them than than a than a good thing. But Dallas Carter. So uh, I don't know if you know anything about Dallas Carter High School, but Dallas Carter mm-hmm. High School was actually the uh, the team that Perium had to play in Friday Night Lights. In the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the high school that beat the living shit out of them. Um, so, that's, that high school team was actually one of the most... Like, one of, like I think like 20 of them got like full-ride scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were one, one of the most talented high school football teams that anybody's ever seen. And uh, due to some unfortunate incidents with, involving them Robbing places, um, most of, I believe most of, if not maybe like a two or three, two or three were on like a few, it's like a small handful of them went off to go play college football. The rest were in jail. Mm. And so they made a movie uh, about Dallas Carter. It was. Super low budget, in my opinion, and I, and I and I, I like I really don't want to be critical about it, but like I felt like this the story about these guys, like you needed, you know, you need, this deserved like more of a better production, 
Um, the, the, oh my God, the script was so bad. <laughs> was it really? Oh, my, I did not enjoy, I, I was, I was like, like the story of these guys, like, I, I feel like deserves a, like, a good story for them. You know, and, and I felt like that movie did no justice to them. Um, cause also, like, as they're trying to play, go, you know, play for the state championship, um, they're dealing with like NIL issues, like legal battles with, with NIL. Cause like no, some, apparently some players were failing or something like that. Um, yeah. so like it was just all this, like they were going through all this drama and then they finally make it to the championship game. They win the championship game. And then of all things, like all these guys now signing with like top programs, getting those full ride scholarships. These guys start going into like, you know, going to places and robbing them, you know, you know, at gunpoint, you know, taking all the money and like they got like, you know, they kept doing it and doing it. And it was like a lot of these players, a lot of these guys were involved into it to the point once they got fin- they finally got caught because they weren't smart about it. Um, and a lot of them ended up going to jail. And it's like a really like a sad story. But also there's like a, like a, a redemption value because obviously these guys learn what it's one of those things. It's like, damn, dude. like, you know, when people like get so like, it's like, damn, man, those guys would have done something with their lives, you know, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. it's a really great, it, like, it's a harsh story, but it's like a really good lesson to learn from. And so, like, when they made that movie, and I was I was so pissed, because the movie sucked. Um, ESPN did a 30 for 30 on them, and that was really good, but like I said, like, the movie was just god-awful. I thought it was super low budget. It was just, to me, it was more of a disrespect to, to what Dallas Carter went through. So, I would like them to re-attempt to make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and do it right. All right. Um, and then number two. Um, uh, let me see. My number two is. Dang, this is this is when it gets really hard. Um, especially because I put way too much thought into that number three. Uh, number two is um, uh, I think Barack Obama has a really interesting life. I think they kind of made a movie that like was kind of about Obama, but it was like kind of not really Obama. It was weird. It was super weird. Um, who, but, would you, who would you have played Obama? Oh man, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good for that. <laughs> I'm not good at guessing that. Uh, but I think, I think, I mean, it'd be, you know, he, he had an interesting life. So that's all I gotta say. Um, and number one, and this is definitely gonna be soccer bias, but Diego Maradona. Mm-hmm. I think that one should be a series. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of partying, though. Yeah. All right. What's your three up? All right, so my three up. Number three. Um, I feel like it's, I'm only doing this because I feel like it would be comical. But I feel like it would be comical. I'm not sure. Maybe could be wrong. Um, but 
Maybe number three could be uh, uh, Brian Reynolds. Okay. Movie about like, the life of Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so far, I'm pretty sure he's still got a lot of shit going on. Doesn't he know, like, a cell phone thing where it's, like, if it's cheaper or whatever, like, part of Metro Prisia or something? I don't remember. Yeah, he, he, I mean, yeah, he has, plus he owns a soccer team now, so. Yeah. So. Well, I took a biopic from him. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Number two. Who plays Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> oh, no, wait. Hold on. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't know. I'm over here just thinking of jokes because, like, there was, like, shit, there was one, uh, I think it was, like, his wife ended up saying, like, happy birthday, my sweetie, or whatever. My Ryan and everything. Happy birthday, Ryan Reynolds. And then she ended up posting a picture of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I was like, because, uh, you know, they they they, t- they, they, uh, they get along like that. Like, they'll be joking around and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, a uh, biopic from him. Like, it'd be pretty cool seeing all the shenanigans he was up to. Uh, number two, and I think you might agree with this with me. Number two. A Bruce Lee biopic. Mm. Bruce Lee, like the martial arts, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think it would bring. I think just by having a biopic from him, and an actual like a really good one, not no Cobra Kai bullshit, no like an actual like you know Ming Chun kind of biopic, it'd be pretty cool. Kind of like how the Ip Man movie series has been for his master. For him, I think it would be a nice to have like a. Like a show, a biopic, uh, a bio series, and you know, it'd be, it, I think it would bring back that kind of martial arts, like for people to want to do it, like Shaolin or the Wing Chun, Jeet Kundo, you know, stuff like that. Like I know there's people that still look at it and like, damn, that's badass. But it's like right now, I think MMA, just regular MMA, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, um, which called Muay Thai, is the one that's kind of taken over. Kind of boxing, I, I hate to say it, but boxing's kind of been dying out. Um, but yeah, you know, so I, I feel like maybe a, a biopic series for Bruce Lee, I think, would bring back, you know, like that kind of like that 90s, uh, the Jackie Chan, Jet Li kind of Kung Fu, Bruce Lee, like all that. Like I said, like it would, I think, it would bring it back. Cause that, it's been hard. Like if you think about it back in the early 2000s, or in the 90s and stuff, like you got Rush Hour and stuff, you got movies like that, you don't really see a lot of people coming out with movies like that, like that have that type of action, that have like that type of uh, martial arts choreography. Mm-hmm. Everything now is just like superhero movies, uh, dramas, uh, their action, it's just like a bunch of shit blowing up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's that's what I've seen so far. If, if I'm wrong, please let me know. May, there may be movies I do want to watch. All right. Uh, and number one, I think just give it a couple more years. 
But a little messy, little messy uh, uh, bio series. Just give it a few more years. Give it after the World Cup. <laughs> See if he wins it or not. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. So, All right, man. That's three up, three down. We'll give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Well, check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Also, follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Um, things are going on over there at Belly Up, man. Make sure you guys stay on the lookout because some, some things are popping over there. Um, shout out to Thanks. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the Instagram Name FC logo. We really do appreciate all, all that she did when she, to help make that make our vision come to reality. Um, appreciate her. I love her. What's okay. wrong with you? All right. Well, everyone loves her. And so you can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics for the next. Once again, at a.g.graphics for the next. If you guys need logos done, go ahead and hit her up. She's amazing. Um, yes, and of course, she is. and of course, shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, Roosevelt Spencer. Um, he just does everything for us and, you know, you're we can't show we can't show enough more appreciation for, appreciation for him. I believe he's actually almost close to his move to to Seattle. Um, I think he's moving soon. So got got his big job over there. So um, safe travels, buddy. Um, but yeah, man, he, he does the beats. He does everything for us. So make sure you guys show him some love. Follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. But yeah, that is. Episode 109, the World Cup preview, and some other stuff as well. Um, thanks for listening. Catch us next week for episode 110. All right, take care, guys.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 